Oh, Caleb. I'm sorry that it's always me. <laughs> Boom, we live. Hey, I don't think you ever have to stop that. The applause? Yeah. Hey, check it out. I could do this, though. Yeah, and then just lower. Just yeah, yeah, I think that's more professional. Professional. <laughs> I think that makes it so people then think that it's really a, a, a loud audience in the background. Roger that. <laughs> if Roman Krenikov wouldn't have gotten injured, would Jeffrey Adler still have won the CrossFit Games? Mr. Young. Honest opinion? Yeah. Uh, hot. No. Uh, let's paint the situation. He was winning... He points. wasn't winning. He was down by two points. Roman okay. was. So Adler was winning. No, Adler was winning. Yep. Jeffrey Adler was winning. And Roman did Roman step on a bag? Yeah. He, he did. His his broken foot was on the ground. He stepped on a bag with his other foot and he broke his the foot. No, 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 no. The one that got cranked, he was on the ground. Nope. Nope. Okay, let's hear Chase's version. Let's hear Chase's version. What's your version? He broke his right foot. He came over the top. His right foot landed on the bag and then went nose dive into the ground. That is what happened. He broke it before he came over? No, no, no. no. The ground broke his foot. Okay. But his foot hit the bag. It's on video. Yeah, watch. Okay. Right foot. Boom. No, oh, no his left foot. It's his left foot hits the bag. Wait, I don't even see it hit a bag. That's what I'm saying. That foot's on the ground, man. There's no bag. Yeah. Wait, I don't see it hitting the bag. All right, hold on. Uh, hold on. Regardless, his foot breaks. <laughs> Wait a really second, I don't see it, it hitting the bag. Are you sure that's the jump where it broke? Here, that's Susan, the jump where it breaks. Video. Let me see another angle on that. I sent another angle video to you. Wow, so look that. at this. Look at this that name. Holy cow. Oh my! Where's Jeremy Austin when you need him? He can wow. get away. Wow! Wow! Uh, from uh, hailing from, I think she's Indian. She's beautiful Indian lady from uh, in, the Indian continent. Uh, dot not feather. Uh, Mahunt Mahunt Ichi. Welcome, welcome. Thank you it, for your generous new subscriber. Fantastic. Okay. I wish I always I always wanted a little accent over my name. Oh shit, here we go. Wow. Where'd you get this angle, Chase? Don't worry about it, bro. Okay, here we go. Action. Boom, boom, bad ground in your face. Okay. So oh. he breaks it on the ground, but it hits the bag first. That's what I said. Yeah, no, no. Oh. I'm agreeing with you. Both I didn't his see feet this land on the bag. God. God, he has skinnier calves than Dave Castro. What the hell is that dude's build? <laughs> oh. So it's his left foot got tweaked? Broken. Well, it looks like his right knee broke, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, landing on someone's foot in a basketball game, basically. I don't know. Except I rolled my ankle pretty badly. It doesn't break. Well, and that, that's because it was like toes down when he broke it. Like, uh -huh. ugh. How many workouts were left uh, after this one? Two. Two. And uh, Jason, what do you think? Do you think Jeffrey? I think Jeffrey Adler wins the games if uh, he if Roman's still in it. What do you think? I have taken the stance of I'm going to give Jeffrey Adler a full week of being the champ before I say anything of who would have won if whatever happens. Oh That's shit, Jason! Good this dude. is not the podcast to be political. That's your own podcast. 
Wow. What if I ever been political in my so, podcast? I, 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 am, I am convinced that nobody listens to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or I probably wouldn't have the job. Mm-hmm. Not aggressive, but I like it. Uh, uh, Chase, so you think that Roman would have won too? No. Oh, okay. But I don't, I'm not going to play the, the I'm, I'm giving Jeff Adler a full week before I play the speculation game. And Jeff might have so, done So you maybe better. think... You maybe think, sorry, let me get to the bottom of this, John, real quick. Don't let him wiggle away yet. We still got him on the hook a little bit. So you sort of think that, you may think, you may think that Roman would have won. Up to 50% chance. (laughs) Keep sipping that if that's what I think it is. Okay, fine. Fine. We need a couple more in him before he starts talking. And and why, John? What 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 movement? Give me just one movement that you see in there that you're like, dude, sorry. In those two workouts, not, what's the movement? It's not just one movement. And All Jeff right. might have done much better on the last workout had it been a race. Like I, you cannot say that. Like maybe he could have went way faster than he did. And if that's the case, then I think it's a 50-50 shot either way. I think Jeff Roman- Adler was not going as hard as he could on the second to last workout. On the last workout. On either of them. That's fair. I have it on good authority. Roman would have crushed the sled workout. I don't think he beats Fikowski or Vellner, but I do think he'd be third. And Adler was seventh in that workout. It wasn't his best one. Roman would have been ahead of Adler in the last workout. So, so here's the, here's, here's what, here's what we need. We need Brian spin. Oh, that's the workout. Was that the Adler second to last seven. workout? Second to last. Eight rounds for time. Down and back. P-bar traverse. 30 heavy rope double unders. One section hand over hand sled pull. Got to look like a fun workout. Hey, so so the only place I could imagine Roman's better than Adler is the sled pull because he's more mass. That's what you're saying? I mean, it's a similar way to why Fikowski's better than everybody in that workout. I think Roman's similar. I just, I, I don't think he would have beaten Fikowski or Vellner in that workout, but the P-bar wasn't a problem. The double-unders wouldn't have been a problem. And I do think he would have pulled the sled faster than everybody except those two. Oh, geez. The- Here we go. You want to hear from Roman's training partner? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get this guy in the podcast. It's time. I've strung this guy along long enough. Roman got third in test one in semifinals in the East. You can't use test Adler one. got sixth. Yeah. yeah, you can, Chase. You can do whatever you want. Don't listen to him. Logan Ewing, uh, Roman would dominate the P-bar sled pool workout, says Logan Ewing of the Mayhem Empire. Very biased. Rogan's training partner and jock carrier. And would have made enough points. <laughs> Plus, he would have made a run at the final. What does that mean? What's that? I don't understand that last sentence. The last workout, he would have oh. made a run at winning it. I think Roman would have been like 15 points ahead of Adler going into the last workout. And then from what happens there, I have no idea. I thought it'd be a great workout for Adler, and he coasted it in. So I can't say whether Adler would crush that or Roman would crush that, but Roman would be ahead going to that last one. If he could just stay by him, he wins. If Adler beats him by four spots, Adler wins. I don't know which one would have happened. Imagine a circle, and inside of that circle is the sport of CrossFit, and inside of it, Mr. Schweitzer from the uh, glorious Clydesdale Media says health and injury, and I'm going to throw in judging and refing are part of the sport. And so, Jeff, one end of story. I want to. I agree with you. 
I think I agree probably too, we all 100%. agree with you. But here's the thing I'm tripping on. When Brian Spin sends out the 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 um, who's the best in CrossFit list, and I'm guessing he's going to do it in a couple days. So we all vote basically who's going to win the games in 2024. Assuming that's coming out any day now, start predicting. Is Jeffrey Adler going to be at the top of that list? Are you guys going to put Adler at the top of that list? You want to go first? Tate? Chase isn't no. Chase isn't going to turn his in. He's for two weeks. He's going to be his person, not going to turn him. If I go off the test of this year, I might put Ricky Garrard at the top. Wow! Mm. Wow! Mm. Hot take. If you wanted a hot take, I'm going to bring Ricky on the show and provoke the shit out of him. I'm going to ask him. 20 I don't think it's going to be that hard. The dude's been doing the games test ever since they came out. <laughs> Do you think you would have won workout one? I'm just going to go through every workout. Do you think you would have won workout two? Wasn't he doing them in his gym? The ones he could do, yeah. Yeah, so I'll have some frame of reference. I got a wild take on it. I think Roman's injury was the best thing that could have happened to him for his long term of his career and his fan base. Better than winning the games this year. I agree with you, Souza. The fuck you, are you talking about? Someone explain that to me. If you look at... You want, you want to go, Matt? Matt? I was just because he put on an extra 10,000 Instagram followers? We're probably followers, along the same lines. <laughs> Well, no, I'm just thinking he won the hearts of everybody inside that Coliseum. That story's massive. We know he's now capable of being on that podium, if not winning the games. And now next year, the hype coming into it as a healthy Roman is going to be insane. And so if he would have won this year, everybody would have, oh, shit, he won. But this built his story up so much more. This well, is I- Rocky upside down. We really do live in a backwards world. <laughs> <laughs> I just think every great, every great champion we've had had heartbreak mm. the year before their run, right? Matt Fraser was supposed to win in 2015. Rich was supposed to win in 2010. Tia was supposed to win in 2016. They didn't, right? And it was heartbreak, and it was terrible. And it did a little bit of different circumstances, but that set off the monsters that those people became, and then they were untouchable. Like, I would not – it would not surprise me if Roman went off and won three straight and nobody could touch him. And maybe Ricky is his rival in that three years. Maybe Jeff is in – maybe they're all close. I don't know. I wouldn't surprise me if Roman takes another step forward and everybody else stays the same relative fitness. Uh, I, I, I also – oh, here we go. Ken Walters, uh, this guy had two last-place finishes and still finishes uh, third. Wait, did he take third or second? Third. Third. Oh, Let's talk about that other room. Let's talk about a couple other rumors. By the way, I'm, I'm I think Adler would have won, and not just because he's coming on tomorrow, partially because of that, but not. <laughs> um, wh- what if um, what what's this story? Am I, I'm hearing that Roman's leaving uh, Mayhem and headed off to Dubai, leaving Cookville. And anyone can anyone confirm he's doing a seminar in Dubai? He's not leaving. Leaving. I heard his I heard his wife didn't like Cookville left, and he's he's on his way to Dubai with her. I heard that too. Logan might. (laughs) (laughs) No, and he's taking Logan with him. Well, I mean, that's Logan would know is all I'm saying. We don't know what he would know. All right. She got tired of the guy delivering the newspaper, having more missing teeth than uh, than she could count out there and cook. Well, they got that problem in Russia too. (laughs) All right. Oh, let's talk about the other rumor. Uh, Fakowski sandbagged. This is no. just that's no. just asinine, right? Has anyone? I, don't, I went back and watched about. that, and there's no way, dude. Blew that the dude just got smoked. Yeah, 
Okay, he's coming back on the 16th to Cookville to pack Logan up and then head off to Dubai. <laughs> uh, this year will be great for Roman's confidence. He will be thinking all year he would have won, and the opposite for Adler, he will be questioning his win all year. Mm. That's that's tough. I don't... I don't know about that. I think that was great for Adler. Like... I don't see any confidence shaking. I think it's because when you look at the, the path that Adler's taken to get where he was and all the weaknesses he's been working on yet still not losing his strengths, like that type of confidence in your training exponentially increases your drive to, to go forward and, and like continue to pour yourself into those. Because a lot of the times if you're doing all of these, okay, I'm focusing on my weaknesses. I'm doing the things I hate. Am I, am I, going too far to the left and maybe I'm losing what I have on the right. And then when it works, it's a total game changer, absolute game changer. So, and, and I, you know, I'm a fan of, of what Adler's done and the way he's done it. Like, I think it was awesome the way he has climbed the ranks over the last four or five years. It's been great. Kaisenel media, Scott Schweitzer, Adler will be number one on my list. Go ahead, John. And to your point for him, you just keep on keeping on what you're doing is working. It's not, you have not taken a step back. Um, like you just continue to improve. And if it's working, you, there's no reason he can't just continue to get better because he's gotten better every year, year after year after year. And I, it wouldn't surprise me if he's fitter and Roman's fitter. And then those two just are, you know, take a jump over everybody. It wouldn't surprise me if Roman comes and dominates. Like, I think there's a whole bunch of different things that could happen next year. But for Adler, he has improved every single year. So for him to win, I mean, I agree with Chase. You just keep on keeping on doing, you know, rinse, lather, repeat. Programming will be different next year. Uh, to champions, programming doesn't matter. Exactly. Matters to second and third place where Roman was. I mean, the last two events could have been. <laughs> no. in, still got third. <laughs> yeah, the programming didn't break this foot. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Brandon has texted us. Very <laughs> confidential text. She's had an unexpected situation going up. You know what? Fuck this. I'm going to read you. I'm going to go, go against the. Did the AC go out again? I'm going to go against yeah. the rules. Rolling blackouts. I'm going to go against the rules. If we text real quick, can I read your text? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Really? Meanwhile, right? meanwhile, I'm going to read them. Uh, uh, let, me, let me read this to you. I really want to read you the text we have going with Jason Hopper. Are, are you tripping? Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something happened. Something it's, happened. It's, it's like texting with someone from the Muppets. Dude, we <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of it when he comes on. Yeah. Uh, it was a 180 degree change. Let me see this. Uh, um, uh, I hope she pops in for a minute. Where is this? Can you explain that, or is that under wraps? I don't know why. Uh, the Jason Hopper. Hopper thing. Yeah. Just because we'll give him any time he wants, but even that that's not working. <laughs> like, hey, when do you want? Like, 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 just just throwing out times. Here's the clock. Just put the hands anywhere you want. We'll, we'll be, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you know what the big hand does, right? You know what the little hand does? Oh, probably think he's just screwing with us. 
it does seem like he's fucking with us. We're like, all right, we think he scheduled. Is. And he's like, yeah, yeah. let's go with Saturday. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, what? Let me see. Um, uh, he's not busy. He's not training. Oh, that's why I can't figure out the text because I, I text her without you on it at first. Okay. Yeah, that was the first one, which left me feeling nervous because there wasn't a lot of back and forth until yeah. 10, 16 minutes ago. I said, sorry, Danielle, I'm reading this. Hey, great hanging with you. I want to have you on Friday night for 15 minutes. Low stress if you can't. She says, yes, exclamation point. Thank you. Then today we get a text. We're like, hey, we're on in 30 minutes. Well, Susan texts her the night before. See you tomorrow. Courtesy text. Everyone gets Seven on podcast. And then he texts her 30 minutes ago saying the show's she gets getting a lot ready to go on. I don't get she says, I'm text. at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Susan says, so what? <laughs> Come on. We have a podcast. Let's do it. Oh, we don't can worry. all join the wedding. Did so far, Ariel Lowen. be at the wedding? What? Maybe she didn't know she was going to go to a wedding. Here's the thing with her. We've come to accept, um, uh, like water, it gets things wet. If you schedule <laughs> with Danielle Brandon, you know she, it's not. It's three to four schedules minimum before you get her. But 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 you know what? The crazy part is it's so cool that she texts you. She's not even like she doesn't ghost you. She's like, hey, I'm at a wedding. What's your problem? Let me know. Totally. Yeah. Did you see the text we just got right this second? No. <laughs> oh, please tell me. Please tell me it's from Jason Hopper. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, you know what? Send him a link right now. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Send him a link right now. Send him a link right now. Okay. So like, you have like, 10 hey. minutes when Ariel comes, you're out. Yeah. Be like, hey, can you come on now for five minutes? We have a question for you. Why the fuck is it so hard scheduling you? Uh, uh, Bill, Bill Francis, uh, thank you all again for amazing coverage. No matter the medium, you were on and on God, I love John. On God. <laughs> That's really Is that like on God? Like on God. No. <laughs> Ready to fight? <laughs> on God. That's on guard. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. That's French. Caleb coined a phrase for the show now. This is awesome. On God. On God, brother. On God. I mean, hey. Can we name the next live call-in show that? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hey, on. you have to uh, remember partially somewhere in the show to play the new ad sponsor in the middle of it. Oh, that's this show? I mean... Oh, Nelly. It probably should. Did you watch it? No. Fuck. How long is it? It's way too long. It's way too long. Can we start it and stop it? Oh, no. Once it, when it goes, we, we disappear? We disappear. Correct. Yeah. And I apologize to everybody. <laughs> I just looked at it. Did you see, did you watch it? No, I just saw how long it's, it was. It's for the mattress, uh, right? It's for the mattress, right? Yeah, eight sleep. I mean, fuck you, do it now if you want to do it now. It doesn't let, me no, more, more, let me ask one more. Let me ask one more. Let me ask one more question. Don't disrupt this rhythm, please. Thank you, Jace. Hey, someone. Jace understands. Jace understands. I'm going to pay the bills around here. Were any workouts leaked last year? I heard last year, Jace is like, fuck, why did I agree to come on the show? Can we just talk about something simple? You can ask any question you want. I'm a big boy. Any workouts leaked this year? Last year, I heard rumors that it was the worst leaked year of CrossFit Games workout in the history of the sport. Uh, none of the games. No, they weren't. Not, not at the games. Not true. No. The worst Open. programmed? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> last year? 
I apologize for the. Uh, I apologize for cryptic talk. Wait a second. Okay, enough with the cryptic talk. Sorry, I, I apologize for that. I hate that shit. Uh, yeah. And did you guys hear of any any camps, um, getting uh, workouts ahead of time? Oh. For instance, Chase, last year the the ropes. Some people showed up with the fucking perfect rope to do double crossovers, and some people didn't. Well, they were probably sponsored by RX Smart Gear, which is a vendor at the games, and he probably ran over and gave them all ropes, which is what they. Okay, so that's not a leak. No, because the same people, <clears throat> excuse me, in the same camps, I don't think had the same ropes either. Like, did every mayhem athlete have a rope? I don't know. That's a good point. So you you don't you that's just uh, because I do I have a right wing conspiracy show. The reason why I think that. <laughs> not, not because there's any validity there to it. Double yeah, we'll keep, the yeah, keep throwing the conspiracy theories out there. Right. Slop, slop. My birthday is on Sunday, and my wife's grandma dropped off a bunch of cannoli. I talked to him a couple weeks ago. What is cannoli? It's like, it's a, like a cream-filled pastry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Leave the gun, take the cannolis. I've had six since I got off work yesterday. That is all. Ooh. Oh, dude, this is like a Catholic. Uh, this is like a, what's that called when in Catholic church when you got to go to the back? Confession. <laughs> I forgive you, son. <laughs> oh. It's like an Italian egg roll. So good. Armenians have a lot of desserts that just aren't worth eating. They're just all sugar, but they're just not even good. <laughs> I wonder is that is that one of those what things is like not, traditional Armenian cuisine like there's something called tzatziki or something or something it's like just this round glob of sugar and dough it's like dumb it's like worse than it's like dude Americans have donut holes what the fuck we got this thing <laughs> stupid I might make or, 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 or it's like scones you know like scones like real scones I'm not talking about like these Starbucks scones that taste like sugar I'm talking you know what scones it's like you bit into a banana peel you're like yeah like, like that's how Armenian desserts are. Then yeah. bite it into a like a real scone. Like it, yeah, it's even like a, like a piece of chalk. Even baklava, dude. I love pistachios. No one wants fucking pistachios on their dessert. Mm -hmm. And and I don't want the fucking thing. Like it's just like a flaky mess. It's like eating seaweed. It's like have you ever seen your kids like eat dry seaweed and shit <laughs> just everywhere? That's not your go-to gelato. Baklava. Pistachio. So how about that video? What, what video? Hold on. I'm not done with controversial topics yet. Don't try to take over the show. Let there be an... Oh, that thing? Hold on. One more thing. This episode is sponsored so, by Awkward Silence. I'm so glad Daniel Brand's not here. Here we go. I'm sweating balls. Before the CrossFit Games, I said that if you did, if you're a woman... Because of the nature of the women's field, how it unfolded into a um, <laughs> careful Sevy. A, a lot of women stepped out for a variety of uh, reasons. Is that true that uh, Haley Adams is dating like some? Uh, this is one I was going to ask, but is she, Haley Adams did was she dating like a pro baseball player, and now she pivoted to a guy from the movie Avatar? Child actor. What? He's blue. The new Avatar. Yeah. God, I'm stoked for her. Holy shit, I got to get her on. I didn't know she dated. Thank you. <laughs> Mrs. Young. 
That's the lady I met in the in the media department. Yes. Oh, she looked tiny in the media department. There, she looked yoked. She is tiny. Oh, oh yeah, this dude. Congratulations, Haley. This is awesome. Oh wow, is that his real name? No way. He sounds like a know, boxer. But dating's fun. Do you remember dating? Do any of you guys remember you dating? It looks like he's in a well. Yeah. Ballpark. Okay, here we go. Now we got some real. And this is where I bow out. Okay. But I got, but I got, I got, oh, look at, look at some. Yeah. Hold on. Hey guys. Hi, Ms. Lohan. Oh, shit. She saw a ghost. Look Can at you it. hear me? Yeah. <laughs> look at your, oh, your daughter saw a ghost. She was like. <laughs> Can you like, turn your phone danger. side? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Sideways or Thank you. Nice. Thank you, Kayla. Okay. One, one quick thing. Hi, Ariel. Hold on. You're interrupting. The show. Someone's watching Bluey. Take your time. Uh, I said that if you're a woman and you did worse this year than you did last year, you should retire. <laughs> Saying me or, or a different no, woman? no, no, no. I'm asking the voice, but I think Daniel That's Brandon did, did. Daniel <laughs> did Daniel Brandon do worse this year than she did last year? Oh, that sucks. I can't have her retire. I, I strike that comment from the record. Who are you thinking of? Who do you want to retire? No one. I don't want anyone okay. to. But I was just kind of like saying that because I thought it was like a slam dunk and no one would have to retire because so many girls were pulling out. I thought the whole field would move up. In a perfect world, we all would. Yeah. What's up? Podium. Podium. I know. I don't know if you can see behind me, but our fireplace has a new belt on it for the moment. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. We don't, <laughs> we don't know where awesome. else to put it. So I was like, you know what? That's a good spot for it until we spot. build something for it. Um, uh, Ariel, day one, um, any, any thoughts on your placement day one before workout one, any thoughts on placement? You know what? Tuesday, what did it start on a Thursday? Wednesday yes, night, me and Dylan went to dinner and we were kind of reflecting on last season, how amazing it was. And I was like, man, last season, day one was such a good day. How am I going to top this year's day one? So like going into it, I was already like, Okay, last year, day one, I was in third. Put your hopes realistic. That's not going to happen again. So I'll be happy with top 10 at the end of day one. But turns out, same thing happened, and I had a better first day compared to last year. And it, I, I think I ended in third that day. So it was a, it was a good, good first day. And, and did you think about the at that point, did you have any thoughts about the end? At, at any time before the last workout, when was the first time you thought of the podium? Probably um, event 11. After I finished the double under one and I had, I think, a 70-point lead over Gazan. And I, like, personally talked to Gazan backstage before we went on. And she was like, I'm not even worried about getting third. She's like, I'm trying to hold on to fourth and not let Alexis beat me. And that's when it kind of sunk in, like, wait, people aren't even – I mean, of course, they might still try for it, but it wasn't even in her sights to say – I need to beat you by X amount of points so I can stand here. And that's kind of when it sunk in, like, this this is real. Just don't get last place and you'll be fine. And, and did you and did you look at the people to your right and left too? Were you like, okay, I need to stay ahead of Alexis. I need to stay ahead of Gazan. No. no. I, I, I didn't, it didn't matter if they beat me. I just couldn't have them beat me and I get last place. So I was just like, you know what? Do what I've done all weekend. Just keep moving. Get uncomfortable. Push through the pain a bit. And it worked out great. I actually finished the last event. I was super proud of it. I did all the lunges unbroken. And it, it hurt a little bit. 
but it was worth it. Yeah, you're 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 in a in a strong position. I guess you could say you and Emma Laura Horvat was kind of in a world of her own, and then yeah. you and Emma Lawson were in a world of your own, and then it kind of went down to Gabrielle Mugawa, uh, Alex Kazan, Alexis Raptors. Yeah, it, it was a great way to end. Like I didn't have to die in the last event. I could just push hard and have a great weekend, a great end to the weekend. Any, any, was it to me looking from the outside, it was just like a hundred percent. You were like, yeah, I did it. Was there any part of you that was like, fuck, I wanted first? No, but no, you were good. You were good. If I were to go back and reflect, I did really bad on the handstand event, which should have been a strength. If I would have <laughs> done better there, it would have changed the podium. But I mean, would have, could have, should have. I could have done worse on the 5K. You know, it's easy to look back in hindsight and say that. But that's the one event where I'm like, how the heck did I get 14? Like, I sucked it up <laughs> when it should have been a strength. By all means, it should have been a strength. Oh, and, and then I, on the other, and then on the other end, you said a PR, right? Out there for the, uh, yeah, for, for the, the snatch. snatch. One thing that's interesting on the handstand one. So I'm my own programmer, quote unquote. So even as soon as in the middle of the event, I realized where I had messed up in my programming. I only Ooh. do freestanding handstand pushups fresh as skill work. So as soon as I finished the pullovers, did my handstand walks, believe it or not, my arms were extremely fatigued. So in that moment, I tried to do strict freestanding handstand push-ups, and they were not there. And I was like, okay, now I need to do these under fatigue because I've only ever done them fresh, and I'm paying the price for it right now. So it was a, it was a good learning moment. Now I know for the future. Will you write that down? Will you journal that? <laughs> yeah, I have a stuff. I have a note section in my phone that has my weaknesses that I need to work on each week. So that just got added to the list. Uh, come John, game, go go ahead. Ahead. I was just gonna say, no, come no. Game, games training. I will. As far like practically, I don't need those all season round, but for the games. Uh, John, any uh, surprise? So you got Laura Horvat, Emma Lawson, Ariel Lowen. Wait, what, what game numbers is for you, Ariel? Three. Lucky number three. Uh, then Gabby Magawa, Laura Horvat's training partner, and then Alex Kazan, Alexis Rapp, this, and Katrin David's daughter. Uh, does Ariel belong there? Are you like, oh, she got lucky, or oh, she should, no, I don't know. Does she belong there in that spot? I don't think you can finish a competition with over 10 events and say a person doesn't deserve the spot that they're in. Um, after day one, if Ariel is third, then yeah, she could have got lucky with the events. But after four days of testing everything under the sun and then getting third, not just barely, not like she like snuck in third, <laughs> but she won by 100 points. It, I don't know how you can say she wasn't deserving of third. You're just yeah, saying it, that because I'm here, Johnny. I'm no, I just, that, that, was, no, that was an easy question I gave him. I'm about to make it really weird for Chase. Hold on. Uh, well, Chase. I, can I ask Chase? Chase, we're usually always on the flight back together. What flight yeah. did you take this time? I was on the 420 on Monday. Uh, okay, so you still had some time to chill. Yeah. Nice. Hey, what's, wrong with, what's yeah. wrong with John's audio? We've been working on this. What's wrong with it? What are you talking about? Tell us what's wrong. We'll fix it. Um, uh, Chase, uh, she took third place, but her highest finish is uh, third, 
two thirds. Okay. She got third muscle up. Uh, what is that? Muscle up what? Log jump. What is that? Muscle yeah. up logs. Muscle up logs. And a third in the cross country. That doesn't even count, right? That just should just. She's a one trick pony. But the pig chipper, she gets second. Yes. In the CrossFit workout. Mm-hmm. Crazy surprising. Um, I would not have picked her to do that. Not too bad at five foot three. <laughs> no <laughs> shit, Ariel. You're five three. Wow. Yeah, we are. We're the same height, Savon. Oh, shut the fuck up. How dare you? How dare you? I Really? I saw you at dinner. We had dinner almost every night, at least for a few minutes. I didn't ever even notice you were that short. No, we never stood up next to each other. You were always. I saw so you walk to the table. I was ogling you and Dylan. I saw you walk to the table. But you were always so drunk by that point, Savon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Each drink, you got an inch taller. That's right. That's right. Uh, I got, yeah, good. Any concerns, Chase? Uh, no third place, but not a, um, not, no, not, no, uh, event wins. Even our boy Cole, Cole, Cole Merton got an event win. Call well roundedness. That's all it is. Justin won the CrossFit Games without winning an event. He won one. Well, last year. Won one this first year too. He's won one games, I think, without winning. Yeah. Is he the only one to have ever done that? I don't think so. Um, James Fitzgerald. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I did feel out of place a little bit. <clears throat> they had us crowd before they announced the podium officially, where we ran out with our flags, and they did the event wins first, and then called out the podium. <laughs> and literally everyone, Belner, Roman. <laughs> Everybody is walking up to get their trophy back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm just standing there like, well, I get a cool medal. <laughs> just as it was odd. I didn't really think of it until that moment where everybody else on the podium had won multiple events. And I didn't get to come home with that kind of trophy this year. But this one's a lot more special. And, and don't you get like three grand for every event you win or something cool like that? Yeah. Although you well, Three grand for first, two grand for second, one grand for third. So they oh. get on the top. So you got like oh, five shit. So you got a little bit of that. Event placements. Yeah, I did. Right. Um, Ariel, yeah, you're 25 or 85, 85. Uh, dude, there's just numbers. Uh, I never had more. That's not true. That was a uh, tongue in cheek. Polly G calling Sevon out. Sevon getting litty titty at the games. Not true. <laughs> no, Sevon was working very hard at the games. Don't let um, me. She you. did. She saw me at dinner with a, maybe a margarita or six, but not not drunk. Uh, tell me about the story about how Dylan got that flag. There's a picture of you holding a flag, and yeah. I remember one night at dinner, Dylan came with the flag, and he was like, "Hey, I got this from the Lost and Found." I was like, "What? Maybe I shouldn't hear this story." Isn't this wild? So day yeah. one that we start competing so on Thursday, I lost my grips. So we go to the lost and found to find them. And there's an American flag folded up beautifully as it should be like a veteran folded it or something. And Dylan's like, look, there's an American flag. If we need it over the course of this weekend, like he's like, you're going to hold that on the podium. Oh, and man. I was like, whatever, like get out of here, dude. And so all weekend, the weekend goes great. The American flag is still there in the right-hand corner in the lost and found. And so before event 12, we, from the expo center, we have to walk all the way to the Coliseum. Um, by this point, we knew I was 70 points up in third. Like, Lord willing, I'm going to get third. And so he grabs the American flag, and that's the one I held on the podium. 
And it's the most beautiful American flag I feel like I've ever seen. It was folded meticulously when he showed it to me. I'm oh. telling you, it was perfectly folded and had been in lost and found since day one. Like folded in a triangle? Folded in a triangle, like huh. perfectly. And I have no yeah. idea who would bring American flag, who would forget an American flag, because they don't provide American flags at the games if you podium. So it was just such a God thing that it was there and it was beautiful. Did you take it home? Absolutely. We're going to hang that right. up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen yeah. uh if you lost an american flag you're gonna have to take it off the wall at the... no this is where i sign out <laughs> at the low in house okay well, a couple right. more quick questions before you sign up a uh, pr no. in the snatch tell me about it why did you go for a pr what happened can you tell me like the why you put those weights on can you tell me what, what happened there yeah i had four weights i want to hit so i wanted to hit 181 191 on snatch on clean and jerk, I want to hit one, 221, 231. Um, 190 is the number I've always hit when I compete at semifinals or the games. Like I hit 190 at Granite Games. 190 this year at semifinals after the 800-meter run. So 190 is a very comfortable number mentally for me. So Dylan was like, just add one pound. Then you'll PR by one pound. And at the end of the weekend, that one pound might have put you in third place. So that's where 191 came from. And then 231, I clean and jerk 221, my first attempt, get it. It felt really heavy for some reason. I mean, I know why I'm fatigued. We've done a lot of work, but for some reason, when I was warming up clean and jerk, I kept getting super lightheaded doing the clean, doing the jerk. So I was like, I'm going to open safe 221. And after I hit 221, it felt really heavy. So I look up to Dylan in the crowd and I'm like, I'm going to do 226. And he looked at me and I like start loading the weights because I was scared to look back at him. And I just see him go, no, 231. And it was like the little push I needed to say, like, I believe in you. You can do this. Load up the bar. So I loaded up the bar and then that's how 231 happened. Wow. Was perfect. And, and, and at the end here, you, you, you look up. Are, are you looking at someone in particular there? Look at that, like that. Yeah. Dylan was right, like from the front, like right at two o'clock in my peripheral. So I, I hit it and I just looked up at him and I was like, this is great. Cause that event was so stressful. I went second to last. So for four minutes, I just hear people lifting and making it or missing it behind me. And then you literally only have 20 seconds. You either hit it or you don't. So the whole four minutes, you're sitting there thinking, I really hope I hit this. Okay, I still have three minutes. This girl just missed it. <laughs> this girl just made it. Like, my mind was just running. So to hit the weight and actually successfully make a lift after thinking about it for what felt like an eternity before, that's why I was, like, so excited. Because I was like, phew, I have a number on the board. I'm still in contention for top ten or staying in second place. And, th and then this last look up is a look to the heavens, huh? Absolutely. So this is what's funny. I, I wanted 231. Mm -hmm. But you can't pray to hit 231 if you don't load up the bar to 231. So for mm. me, it was like a trusting moment of I've got to do my part and then I can get help from him to do his part. Dang. It's crazy, dude. I know. So the stoked. whole, so the whole weekend you. was just perfect. Like I have nothing bad to say other than I need to work on handstand push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you um did you at any time um give uh, Justin Medeiros a pep talk? I heard you were give, trying to give him a pep talk uh, in the back. 
I don't think I've ever talked to him. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I made that completely up. I just made that up. Uh, uh, nothing more American than claiming something that isn't yours. <laughs> That's right. America. Technically, my tax dollars probably paid for it, so That's I'm good. take it. That's I um I uh, before uh, we um run out of time here with you. I just want to take uh, one just crazy gratuitous uh, look at your insane body. She wouldn't be the seven podcast without that. So someone can criticize me. Look at your fucking back. Look at your lats, dude. They're huge. Aren't they? I almost didn't. Post you that are. I almost, again? I almost didn't post it because I literally showed my friend who was there at the games. And I was like, man, yeah. I look shredded. Should I post it? And she's like, yeah, you can post it. But you might get a little bit of backlash of like, oh, you're on steroids, or you know how weird people can be in comments. That's yeah, the best I compliment. When you're not on steroids. It's like, thank you. <laughs> I think true. I look great too. Hey, dude, that's an incredible. Though I want those lats. What an incredible uh, back you have. Thank you. Thanks for I'm, sharing your back. I've, I worked hard this this past year, so yeah, I, I earned those wings, right? <laughs> do you want to say Do you want to say hi to Alex Gazan? Is she here? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Coming right, on, lucky, lucky you, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, the most improved CrossFit Games athlete, maybe even in the history of the sport, Miss Alex Gazan. Uh, hey guys. Hey. What's up, bro? Hey, friend. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Ariel Lowen, it's been wonderful having you on. Thank you. Your daughter is incredibly well behaved, like usual. She's That's so right. cute. Raise them right. For, so cute. Thanks for coming on with us late Friday night. Oh, you're good. Love you guys. Have a good night. Love you. Ciao. Bye. Hey, thanks for doing this. Of course. Anytime. Sleepy Gazan. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy G. Yeah. I guess so. This week, at least. Uh, Chase, um, how fun is it to be a commentator and have someone like Gazan out there who just wreck and shop? You never know what she's going to do. She's uh, new new to the sport, only her second year. Is it just a blast? It is fun. It's, it's fun to watch new athletes enter the fold and then make a name for themselves. It was also fun watching, even though it probably wasn't fun for you, the end of alpaca. Oh, yeah, that's the moment of the weekend, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was so heartbreaking to watch. But. Um, Can you walk us through I've it? I've never. Yeah, yeah, sure. So the sled is heavy, like so heavy, obviously. Um, and I just like I think it's in like the live feed. You see me like biff it, like my shoe comes off, and I just like fall through my sled. And my first instinct was like, "Fuck it!" Like I train barefoot all the time. Like I'm just gonna go barefoot. And so, like, I took my other shoe off, and then I, like, go to take my socks off. And, like, right when I get the socks off, uh, Chuck comes over, and he's like, no, like, you got to put your shoes on. And I just, like, feel, like, instant defeat because, like, my shoes are triple knotted. My grip is gone. Like, I can't even, like, move my fingers, let alone untie a triple knotted shoe. So I just, like, sat there for a second, and I think I asked my judge. Like, I'm, like, almost in tears. Like, can you help me? And then I was, like, I know you can't help me. Like, never mind. And then uh, I just, uh, like, they, Alex, hold on one second. So the literally the second you got those off, Chuck ran over. Yeah. And what's he say to you? He's, like, you got to put your shoes back on. And I was, like, oh, no. 
And, and is that a rule in the rule book? You have to be wearing shoes? I think so. It's like in one of yeah. the fine print things. Crazy. Okay. And then I just, sorry, I just want to slow you down here and kind of uh, yeah. soak this in. And then so immediately you dropped your butt and you're putting your, your left shoe on. I'm trying to, but like I couldn't, I didn't have my socks on. So like my feet are sweaty. Like I couldn't get them on at all. I couldn't untie them. Like my hands were useless. So I sat there for a while, pouted. And then I was like, well, I'll just like put my toes in and see if I can push the sled. At that point I was like, shoot, like I don't, everyone's going to pass me. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to finish. Uh, but yeah, we finished. So that was cool. Hey, so that's a wardrobe malfunction. Why, why take your shoes off even at all? Why did you start taking your shoes off? Because I only had one on and like the, I knew I would slip in my socks. So I was like, I'll just go barefoot. Like I figured I could push the sled barefoot. So uh, when this video starts, you already won basically. So you're basically pushing so hard that even a triple knotted shoe can't stay on. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think who else. Chase, uh, John, anyone else come out of their shoes? I feel like I saw someone else come out of their shoes. Uh, in this event? Yeah. So, so yeah. who else? Who did we interview who told us that even before I had seen this video, someone said, Hey, dude, or Hopper maybe come out of their shoe. I think it was a guy. I didn't see. I maybe ran across it. On shoe. Hey, um, Alex, um, why triple not the shoe? Cause I didn't want him to come off. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew in advance that was a, that was like a, I mean, I didn't anticipate them coming off at all, but like, it's kind of like the rule of thumb before you go on the floor. Like, you don't want your shoes to come untied, like, because I would waste time to tie them. I don't know. I feel like I always triple knot my shoes before I compete. Uh, LDY2742, Vidison. Mm. So Vidison came out, huh? Mm. Oh, there was a guy that lost his shoe, too. Interesting. Uh, I've, uh, Chase, uh, Ingram, have you ever heard of this before in a CrossFit event? Someone pushing themselves yeah. out of a shoe? Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. people know that about the sled. Okay. Well, especially in the sled pushing out, like Alex is saying, it's like it was so heavy. And there was the friction on that thing was twice as hard as it was last year. Uh, actually, I had a question: Is were you guys yeah, not allowed yeah. to wear cleats? Um, I think you were allowed to. Uh, like, I'm. Did anybody? Like, I didn't see anyone wearing cleats. Yeah, I wish I would have. I mean, obviously, like with Reebok, like we had a set list of shoes from their lines that we were supposed to mm -hmm. wear. So I don't know if I would have been able to anyway. But cleats would have been very nice. Brent Fikowski sent someone to run and get his turf shoes, I think. Yeah, smart. that was a smart move for sure. Do you have a shoe sponsor? Uh, Reebok. That, that's interesting. Hey, up the game for shoe sponsors, man. Have all that shit just fucking ready. Like, basically, did they, did they supply you with um, cleats? Uh, Reebok? Yeah. No, so they wanted us to wear... They have a new line, like the bold line. So it's like the bright color shoes. And then... They have like a nano adventure, which is more tread than like the nano, but it's not cleats. So they okay. wanted, since they just came out with those, like they wanted um, just those shoes. But I think in the future, like it's kind of one of those things where it's like, hey, like, do you want me to do well or do you want yeah. me to like wear your shoes? So I think in the future, I'll just kind of send them an email and request to wear cleats or something. Yeah, everything. Water, bring the whole fucking busload of shoes, water shoes. Uh, cleats, just whatever, anything that possibly could could help, right? It's the same with like ropes, right? Now you know everyone bring a fucking rope. Yeah. Well, uh, what, what an incredible, what an uh, incredible event! It's a memory I guess you'll never forget. Do you think you oh, lost any places yeah. dealing with that? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like how many? Well, I, I mean, Emma definitely kind of like, hey, sorry, hold on a second. Luna, no. Um, Emma definitely, I think, might have just passed me. She was moving the sled really well. Um, but Laura passed me while I was dealing with the shoe debacle. What did you end up taking in that? I'm trying to look here. Uh, uh, third. third. Oh, okay. So you were vying for first place. Damn. Were you in first place when that happened? Uh, I don't know if Emma was there at that point, but I got to the sled first. Like I was like, I feel like I had a substantial lead after the rope climb and then I lost it on the sled. Um, are you happy with your fifth place finish? Yes and no. It's like a really weird feeling. Like if you would have told me I got fifth before the game started, I would have been like beyond, hey, excuse me. Uh, I would have been like beyond excited and super stoked. But then like you get a taste of like, I think I finished day two and third. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is possible. And then I just had some holes that I need to sure up. And so I think fifth was appropriate. Like I think that's the placement I earned. And um, But now I'm like, the I want more. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you could taste, you could taste fourth place for sure. I mean, you're two yeah. point, you basically Gabriella Magawa damn near tied for, uh, actually in yeah. and, and Alexis Raptus was all up in your guys' shit too. Yeah. Wow. Did you become close with any of those girls? Did you get to, a chance to hang with Alexis Raptus? She seems cool as shit. I didn't get to talk to her too much, but she's awesome. Yeah. We talked like, I feel like last year I didn't see her very much, but this year we talked a good bit and she's super sweet. She was really fun to be around. Um, Super class act competitor for sure. Uh, last year you took 24th? 20, yeah, 24th. And I, John, John and Chase are so impressed. They're like, wow. Thank like, you. He got lucky. No, no, not, about, <laughs> not with you. With me. Sorry. Wait, what? Not with you. They're not impressed with you. They're impressed with me that I knew that you took 24th. Uh, Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. We, we are impressed with you too. Yeah. Uh, you you move up 19 spots. John Young, we are going to talk shit for the next year. What are you going to say about Alex Kazan? Are you going to be like, oh, this is just a one-time thing. Um, Haley and Mal and T are going to come back, and she's not really going to be top 10. You know, we, we still – she's untested. Adrian's programming was suited her. Like what kind of shit are we going to hear? Or is this the girl the real deal? I don't think I'll ever call her overrated again because I got. Oh, uh, did you say that? I just made that up. I didn't. Even... <laughs> I said I said y'all were overhyping her. That's what I. Okay, what fair, I said. fair, fair, fair. Yeah, but okay. I had her tenth. I thought it was appropriate, and I got and I got proven wrong, and that's great. That's hey, awesome. tenth is appropriate. Tenth um, is appropriate. That would have put her down there below Emma Carey, Daniel Brandon, Catherine's Davis' daughter, and Alexis Raptus. Would have put her down there with Paige Powers. That's good people. That's what I thought too. But uh, I got the, you were the person I got the most DMs about for people just giving me so much crap because, and, and I, you know, which is great. I honestly, you turned me into a big fan of yours. Uh, I didn't Thank know you. a ton about a ton about you. Um, I just knew that you were up and coming. And then, thank you. Um, you know, Sevon makes a point. Tia is going to be back. Mal's going to be back. Uh, if I'm honest right now, I think I would place you around fifth again with, with all of those girls back. And after that, the sky's the limit. I mean, I think that would, you would be improving if you got fifth, even if it's the same spot. You know what I mean? Um, I know you're sniffing right. the podium. So uh, that's, that's – Yeah, it. she is sniffing the podium. But um, 
that's probably that's what okay. I, I would originally think. But uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, uh, Chase. Um, for me, Gazan, because she's so friendly to the show, and I'm friends with Jake a little bit. I got emotional uh, kind of like pick in there. You know what I mean? Like I like to, I want to see her do well. Cause I'm like biased. You know what I mean? Like I don't realize how much I like the athletes until I see them like out on the field together. And I see myself like being like, Oh, go Alex, go Alex. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought it was impartial. So I hear that voice, man. Um, is she, it, do you, do, do you think Alex Kazan's a fifth place uh, athlete? I mean, that's high dude. Yes. It, after this, it's like, there's only one tier left really. Well, I think what I wanted to see was could your games campaign, regardless of finish, back up your semifinals? And well, how did she do there? How did she do that? She won? Oh, fuck. Won. Wow. Right. Well, good. Good job. And how do you know she's 24th <laughs> last year, but you don't know she's first in yeah. semifinals? <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that's what I was curious about. And when you, when you look at your fifth place finish, you had four finishes inside the top three, two thirds, two seconds. Two inside the top 10, eight, six, that 11 place one. But you had five outside the top 16, 16 to 19, five of them. And mm-hmm. you still got fifth. Mm-hmm. So what I see is someone who has put like great home run potential. And in the events you did well, I think are more classic in nature. And the ones you didn't are more single modality tests, bike, run, inverted medley, snatch, clean. Yeah. All yeah. things that I think are way a little bit easier to work on in the off season and sure holes. And it's like, okay, do we need to get, Top five, no, but maybe a top ten. Yeah, and you put sure. all those bottom sixteen to nineteens into top tens. Now we're talking podium. Yeah, right. And so I agree. Yeah, with Chase. I will say I didn't know you were that strong. Uh, that's what, like that's why the snatch. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> like I hate it. Because um, like theoretically, like I feel like I should be able to snatch like the big girls. Like I feel like I should be able to snatch like two hundred, two twenty, like whatever. But my brain just goes and then I don't do it. Um, like, cause in training, like, I mean, like, I feel like we hit 190 after semifinals, like over and over and over. Like I snatched more after semifinals than like I ever have. And it was so you snatch 190 in your life. You think a dozen times you've hit that a dozen times. That might've been exactly. Okay. Six times. But, you think you've hit it yeah. six times? Over you think you've hit it six times? You think you've hit it six times? A lot. I didn't okay. Care, but we snatched a lot. Cause that's so like, crazy. That's fucking nuts. So you have, let's start with one. You've hit 190. I've hit. Yes. I've hit 190, 192. Um, that's, I've only hit up to 192, but it's like my brain, amazing. my brain just like fizzles and my body, like my upper body tries to take over and it doesn't go very well, but we're going to work on it. Like Justin and I have already like made a plan. It's happening. Hey, is there any movement like I know this is a weird place to do some soul searching with three ding dongs sitting here with you. Uh, but is there any movement like running or rowing or snatching or where you're like, fuck, I'm going to need to do some fucking mushrooms and go off and just have a talk with myself. Like I'm never going to win the CrossFit games if I don't unfuck this. Like, do you have any yeah, that's goals like snatch. that? Like, that's the, is, like, <laughs> that's the one so many times. <clears throat> Yeah, like, I've had one or sorry, I've had two events where it's gone well, like in a comp like Zalos games, like I hit 190 in the comp and I was like, sweet, like my curse is broken. I heard like, the weights there were off. They were all off by six pounds. Oh, well, then no, I no, I just made that up. So I was like, oh, it's yeah. like so much better. And I don't know. But that's like the thing that I want to fix the most. And like running and like the bike, like the bike for me is like a, 
I feel like that's like a specialty event. Like I just need to get comfortable on a bike. It's not like a fitness thing. Um, and then the running, like also just improving that. Like I'm, I'm not afraid to run a lot and get better there. You're not scared. You're ready to go. We're going to see yeah. better Alex Kazan. Yeah. Hey, thanks for staying up late for us. Thanks for letting, yeah. Thanks for letting, bad. thanks for letting me bring the boys on and, um, you know, this all boy, uh, boys club and joining us and letting us be in your presence. You're amazing. All right. Thank tell you. your husband. Um, I said, thank you for being such a gentleman and such a sweetheart of a man. I'm so shocked. The comment hasn't popped up. Yet. What's the comment? What is oh, it? Jay. I feel like he always just like writes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, good. oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen, him. I haven't looked at the comments cause I've been so in, in, Oh, I didn't even, I forgot. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Look at, now you're going to be like, uh, where's my Mertens card? <laughs> oh, fuck, someone better not touch my Mertens card. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you got a card. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Wait, did you guys see the Buttery Bros edit of the sled uh, tobacco? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we played it. We played it. Yeah. It was so good. so good. I laughed at it. Like, every time it got funnier and funnier. I wonder if one of my kids took my Mertens card. Anyway, congratulations on the card. Beautiful. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, beautiful edit by Wad Zombie, too. Yeah, he did great. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Have a good one, Alex. You too. Um, do you kick me out or do I leave? How do I do this? I'd love to kick you out. Bye-bye. Okay. What are you doing? Oh, shit. I just kicked Chase out? <laughs> no. Oh, who did I kick out? out? Kicked John oh, out. shit. I kicked John. <laughs> I look like John. <laughs> You think that was an accident? Think again. Mr. Mertens. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Hey, dude. What's up? Where, where are you? What are you, in a tractor? No. Um, the gym that I started CrossFit at, CrossFit Kilo, had their uh, golf uh, outed fundraiser today. And uh, we're all at the, the restaurant right now, so I'm in the car. Oh, thank you. This will be quick. John, I'm so sorry I fucking kicked you out, dude. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was a total accident. Holy shit. Star of the show. It's all good, man. Hey, uh, Colton, <laughs> congrats, dude. Uh, what, what place did you take last year? Uh, 32nd. And this year you took 18th. You cut it in half. <clears throat> Making progress. Moving on up. Yeah, I wonder how close you were to um, uh, most improved. Had yeah, you I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I think you just had most improved on here. Miss uh, Kazan. <laughs> yeah, so that was 14. You were four. Is that 14 places? 18 to 32 is 14. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gazan was uh, 19. 19 places. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Colton, you, when I spoke to you, you, I can't know if I spoke to you or if it was in a text thread, but very close to the start of the game, you sent uh, Susan and I a message, must have been a message. Mm -hmm. Uh, talking about an injury and I started freaking out and I wanted to ask you about it at the event, but you seem to be like you had it under control. Can you talk to us about that? And, 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 and also, did you think that it could possibly stop you from going to the games? <laughs> no, uh, this, it wasn't going to stop me. Um, I've overcome a lot of more challenging things. Um, in high school, I tore my ACL, um, along with some other things, my left knee and, um, it was a lot like that, honestly, but, um, you know, so I'm not sure going forward what exactly I'll do. Um, just rehabbing it right now. I don't know if anything's torn or if it's just inflammation or whatever. Um, so yeah, just rehabbing it and taking it kind of easy right now. Not doing, not going to be doing any running or jumping 
uh, for a little while until this gets healed. But, um, I mean, it was actually hurt before semifinals. Uh, it was probably worse at semis than I was at the start of the games. By the end of the games, it was pretty pretty painful and swollen. But um, I don't think it really affected me much uh, performance-wise. I was able to squat to depth. Um, I was able to run well once I got warmed up, all things like that. So, um, yeah, just kind of taking it one day at a time, getting it rehabbed, getting ready to get back to full training soon, hopefully. Uh, Jan Clark, get to the tractor. That's not, not bad. I like it. It's good. Um, <laughs> hey, did you hear any shit talking during any of the events, during the run or during the bike, or were you any, ever anywhere where you're like, whoa, those guys are getting at it? No, just a lot of heavy breathing and wheezing. Um, I didn't, didn't hear any shit it talking when I was doing it. Um, <laughs> it was actually uh, down Pepper right behind me most of the time. Um on the but bike ride or the run? The run. He think he beat me on the bike. But on the run, yeah, I could hear him. That's when I kind of knew, like, because he was behind me for, um, or maybe he passed me, but I could hear the way he was breathing on, like, the second lap. Um, so I knew kind of where he was probably at, gas tank-wise, and I knew what I had left. And I passed him on the last lap, I think. But um, <laughs> I heard I heard rumors of uh, somebody shit-talking on the run. I don't know if it's true or not, though. You mean between Adler and Roman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to find out from Adler tomorrow. <laughs> God, I love that shit. Is it, what do you think? Is, it, is shit talking okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Robin's racing is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, say that again? Robin's racing. I don't get it. Someone help me. Race car terminal. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's, yeah. Rub your tires on the side of their car. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank racing. you. Did you know that, John? What? Yeah. I, everybody knows that, Savon. Um, what, uh, what, 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 what type of trash talk? Like a mile left, Adler goes to Roman. All right, you ready to start running for real now? And then takes off. Like, what? I don't even know what trash talk to say on a run. I mean, I'm usually behind everybody. Yeah. But, like, I don't really know what trash talk you could say other than just. Say your shoes untied. <laughs> hey, I, what I think it was, I think he was, I, what I heard it was is he was basically telling him he needs to run faster. Hey, dude, you need to run faster. Hey, dude, you need to run faster. Hey, dude, you're not yeah, running faster. Fine. Yeah. And yeah, then, and then there's rumors like that they games. touched. There's rumors also that Adler touched him. And that, that uh, we'll find out tomorrow when Adler comes on. But that uh, 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 Krenikov, I keep wanting to call him Romanov, that Krenikov freaked out. Well, like um, the course like that, there's – um. It's not super tight, but there's definitely turns and corners and, like, um, you have to defend your position. You don't want to make it easy for someone to pass you. So, you know, there's people cutting people off, and you just have to be smart about that to, so you don't fall. Like, uh, on the bike, there's obviously tons of corners on that trail that we did, and you just have to be smart about it. Like, um, don't announce to someone that you're coming up on the left when you're in a race because obviously they're going to cover uh, <clears throat> Lazar. But, um, you know, just things like that. <laughs> oh, man. So you're basically saying the etiquette isn't to tell. It's just move in. No, like we're, you're not on a Sunday stroll, you know. Um, so basically, like, he was going to pass somebody on the – and he says, on your left, like, I'm about to pass you. And um, then they covered and they kind of had a little – a bobble. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I, you know, I watched gets, that today. I watched that interview today, yeah. Col- Colton is team team Justin. And that's and that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like uh, uh, Lazar and I are friendly, but I think that um, he rode the bike 
probably how he shouldn't have. Like, I think um, he probably cut it too close at times and was probably too willing to get into exchanges on the bike. And, um, like, if you have to brake or swerve or whatever to avoid a crash, it's a lot faster than crashing and then having to get back on your bike and go again. I think he was maybe, I don't know if he's too aggressive or just really unlucky, but um, it seems like every crash I heard he was uh, involved in, so I don't know if that's... That is true. <laughs> Unlucky or I think he had two with Justin and one with Luke Parker. I think he had three crashes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, Lazar. <laughs> no, no, it's, he, he he's good. He, and he comes from one of those um, Eastern he, uh, European countries, like <clears throat> like he probably trains with cinder blocks and shit. They they're they're made different. Uh, do, yeah, um, good bike ride. How was the bike ride? Since we're talking about, it? I don't think they should ever have a bike ride again like that. I don't think they should have. <laughs> I used to love it. Now I'm like, ah, it's pointless. It's too, it's too, it's too risky to change the whole dynamics of the uh, event. If they're going to ride people on a bike, I think it should just be one at a time up a steep hill and do like a time trial. Um, well, uh, I think the format that we did and it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, there's a ton of strategy involved in an event like that. A ton of strategy. Um, you know, you're kind of gauging how fast you're going for your first lap and you're kind of thinking how many laps is this going to take and you're, trying to gauge like if you have enough in your tank to go all every lap and um like you're trying to be aggressive and pass people but you know it's very costly to crash you have to kind of gauge that as well but um it was definitely a very fun event you had a lot of time to analyze during and um like just watching people ride you actually learn a lot like how they take corners on gravel um like the angles that they take when they're taking the sharp turns um, you can hear when they're shifting their gears on the uphill. So, um, like as I was listening to a lot of that stuff and I feel like I got, um, a little more efficient as the race went on, but, um, seriously, a, seriously in real time. Yeah. Like if you were, cause it's pretty quiet unless you're right next to where there's a line of people and um, so you can hear when people are shifting their gears. So like if you're listening, you're going uphill right behind somebody, you can tell when they shift. And um, if you're watching closely, you can see, like, um, the way that they take the gravel turns. A mm. lot of people do it differently. And uh, you can see the angles that people – some people take the angles and the grass really sharp. Some would go really wide. Um, so you could kind of see and see who was the better riders and try and copy them. At least that's kind of what I tried to do. But, um, yeah, it was a fun event. Um, I placed a lot better than I did last year. And – but last year was a bike with gymnastics, and this year was a straight up bike, and I did significantly better. Um, in an and you're good at to- but you're good at toes to bar too, right, Colton? You're great at toes to bar. So yeah, it's not last, like year, last year was set up bad for you. No, last year um, should have been set up much better for me than this year. Um, so considering that it wasn't, and I improved, I was really happy with that because um, I spent a lot of time on the trek bike for this last year, riding it to the farm and back, and things like that. So I was really happy with that event. Uh, I took twenty third. And I think that was also my worst finish. That and the 5K took 23rd on both of those. So um, I felt a lot of improvement on those two events for sure. So that was really good. Feels good going into this season knowing that what I've been doing is working. Chase Ingram, uh, I had this uh, discussion with Colton that some people might say, oh, do I see money from Teddy? Teddy, I should be paying you money. What is this? Oh, oh, here we're behind in some money. Go, Colton. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, People will be like, hey, that's a tall man's workout. Colton's fucked. And Colton takes yeah. a tenth on it. 
People are like, I guess it wasn't a tall man's workout. I think it speaks to his fitness level. Well, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Tell me about that. What, what, how, when do we decide that people were wrong, that it's not a tall man's workout versus holy shit, Colton can do tall man workouts. So I would, the, I think a good example is test seven at semifinals. That was the sandbag echo yeah. bike and echo the bike toes to bar okay. and then the sandbag carry and the toes to bar was a big part of that. But with the bike in the bag, like that plays to a bigger athlete, just, you know, size is, is more beneficial on machines. They're more beneficial with heavy bags, especially getting your arms around it and running across. And, but what Colton is so damn good at is, is speed and gymnastics and his speed in his squats and his elite fitness level. Like he has elite fitness level. I think the things that Colton does is just as impressive as some of the things that Brett Fikowski does. Right? And they're both outliers in terms of the classic prototypical CrossFit size at 5'8 to 5'10, 190 to 205. So yeah, there's, there, there are quote big boy workouts that I think Colton did very well in at the games. And that's a testament to his competitive character and his fitness level. John, John, play along with me here. Let's go back to uh, day one of the semifinal. No events have started. We are in the um, where the fuck are we? Were you in East or West, Colton? West. West, okay. Pasadena. Oh, we are in the uh, West, and you're in the men's, not the women's competition, right? Okay. Listen to these fucking savages. Patrick Vellner, Brent Fikowski, Samuel Quant, Cole Grayshaber, Justin Medeiros, Chandler Smith, Nick Matthews, Cole Sager, Mitchell Stevenson, Luis Oscar Moore, John Wood, Jack Rosema, Justin Rhodes, Scott Tetlow, bunch of other dudes i don't know philip muscarella anthony davis god it's like 60 tudor magda okay you can probably Poulin. cut the bottom half of those names Matt Poulin, <laughs> Lo- logan <laughs> ewing start from there. hold it's on like, mitch yeah, mcclune mitch mcclune we're a list of guys not nearly as good as colton hold, hold on hold on bear with me here bear with me here bear with me i haven't even said colton's name yet he didn't deserve to be with these guys yet william Leahy. The Jew, Roldan Goldbaum from where the fuck's he from Venezuela or something? Lionel Franco. These are all names we know. Now, now only, um, only uh, did Mitchell Steve. The only nine of those guys got to go. Right, Cole Sager was the last one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, did day one is is Colton Mertens going to the CrossFit Games this year? Is he going to make it out of the semifinal? Yeah. Oh, you fucking liar! No, day one. I tell you what, yeah. thirty-six place finish to start the week was probably a little precarious. <laughs> is that what he got? Is that what he? Got? Oh my God! You're right, Chase. Holy shit! What was yeah, he that's thinking? What I'm saying is like event one at semifinals was a big boy workout, top to bottom. Uh huh. Like three machines and freaking heavy ass sled pulls. Right. It just when you wasn't. You see the people in, in front of him, though. The people. Thirty-sixth. He doesn't belong <laughs> with this group. What the fuck? All right. Go. Okay. Keep scrolling <laughs> down. Somebody, yeah, good. You listen. Keep all scrolling the down. Keep scrolling down because the people that were in front of him on day one, I knew we knew they were not going to be there later, mm-hmm. or after event one. You know. Event oh, I two, see what you're saying. You knew Maximilian Krieg wasn't going to fucking hang with Colton. Right. Is what yeah. You're saying. And then, and then after event one, so are we saying immediately after event one or after day one? Because I'm just saying one, before. Fine. I'm just saying before day you got one. A first place finish okay. here, or second place, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, on then, and then that all balances out. He's like 15th after day one, and then you got Linda coming up, 
And uh, only me and him knew that he was going to break the world record. And that's just because he's <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, but if you know you got that coming up, he's going to be fine. You, you knew Colton was going to set the world record, Linda. I think you did say that, right? He did. We had missed yeah, it before that. That's because he told me. Oh, he did? Did he tell you? Hey, what is So you knew he told you and you believed him? John, John Young? Yeah. Anytime, <laughs> I will say this, I do not, this, he's the only person that's like this. Anytime that he thinks he's going to do good on a workout and he yeah. openly says it, he's the, the best John's in the world. Audio. It. Like, it's, it's, if he thinks he's like, if he's like, <laughs> I think I'm going to be pretty good at this workout, I'm going to pick him to win that event over anybody. It doesn't matter what the field is. Because when he, <laughs> You want to answer that one before we keep going, Colton? Before I answer my question. Where's my gun? Uh, um, slop, a uh, Mary fuck kill for Mertens. Sevon Chase John. You got to give him more than two bucks to get that answer. Come yeah. on. Fuck, thank you, Mr. Mertens. You're not, he's not a hoe. He ain't no hoe. Oh, folks, slang and pick. Okay, let me let me go back a little bit. Um, let me go back. Chase Ingram, last year, Colton Merton makes it to the games. Uh, it, uh, fluke after the games? That's a fluke. That was weird. A little outlier shit. Making it a fluke? No. No. How about so you? So you? Okay. Did you think this year he's going to make it to the games again with this whole fucking setup? I like the setup with the number of athletes they were taking, and then Colton being in the West. I mean, no disrespect for the West, but like it was a, a less spots, but not as deep as maybe the East was. Or but um, top head. Yeah, yeah. The top was tight. Dude, it's fucking pipe hitters. Well, the way, the way things shook out, the West um, stood up pretty well, and the yeah, East had some unfortunate things with some, some of their heavy hitters. Uh, one had to withdraw, a two had to withdraw. Saxon and um, Alexander. Mm-hmm. So that definitely opens the door for some rookies. Uh, I know no rookies made it out of the West. It was all vets come out. Are you a student of the game, Colton? You know all the shit. You know all the the stuff. I know everything, Savon. Yeah, love that. <laughs> hey, are most of the athletes <laughs> students of the game or no? No, they're a bunch of dummies for the most part. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got their coaches. I wonder um, how you get along with them. Coaches guiding them around. They just carry their bag and do what they're told. And I got it going Fik- on up here. Fikowski uh, said Col- something similar to that uh, I, a couple years ago. He said, you can tell who comes back the next year and does the same things or – they change up this little thing that shaves off five seconds. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's certain athletes do that year after year after year. And it's like transition time. That's just a small thing. And mm-hmm. like, or how you wall ball, if you rebound faster now, like, like just very little things The you can, the guys who do it, you can tell who those guys are and you can tell who those guys aren't. And the guys who do those little things will be there year after year after year. Those are the guys who are going to improve. And I would say Colton has shown that he's one of those guys. Would you agree with uh, that, though? Col- you can tell who those guys are, Colton. Yeah, and you also get a good sense for the people who are just like, they feel like they won the lottery. That They are at the games and the people who are like, the job's just beginning. There's a big difference between those two types of athletes. Damn, this is some provocative shit. I'm going to chalk this up for interview of the year already. Uh, Colton was the only one calling dudes bitches. Uh, Mike Poolboy, yeah. Colton would rather have to talk like today for the rest of your life. Or, oh, oh, okay. Well, hold on. Colton, would you rather have to talk like 
today for the rest of your life? What does that mean? Or breathe like Darth Vader? Yeah, I don't get it either. Okay, well, thank means you. on a podcast or I'm not talking any certain way, really. Yeah, what are you, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? What are you, what are you, try again. What have you, you been drinking on the job again? Teddy Williams, Sevon, and Colton. Y'all hang out after the pig chipper at the ice baths. Tell us about that. Also, lots of more Colton content coming. <clears throat> Dude, I had to, every time I put the camera in Colton's face, it's gold. Stand by for behind the scenes. Hey, did that bother you, by the way, any of that? I know I, I didn't sense it yeah. did. You were super accommodating, but I was all up in your shit. No, it didn't bother me at all. All good. No. How about how about when the when did it bother you when the there was a time when the medical team carried you out of North Park? You were all fucked up. You were like a fucking like a you know, like <laughs> when you like when you flick a spider and he looks like he's all dead yeah. and shit, and then he comes back to life when you leave and runs <clears> away. You were like that, and they set you in the ice bath. And then when I was done interviewing you, you came out like all brand new and shit. Yeah, it was um. So with that pig chipper, the uh, game plan going into it was uh, just kind of slow and steady on the first 10 pig flips. Um, so I was fine being behind the pack there. I think I was one or two pig flips away from most of the athletes. I knew I'd make it up pretty quick on the um, chest bar and toe bar. I could hold me on the wall balls. And then the game plan for the second half of the event was to really pace out the second set of toe bar, chest bar. And then those last 10 pig flips for me were like, that's the workout. That's where you have to hit it hard. Um, there's going to be people who get there way too fast for their fitness, and they're going to be doing those pig flips for five minutes. And um, so my game plan was to get there a little bit fresher coming off the gymnastics and hit that last set of pig flips hard. And then um, started to get some quad cramps in the first few reps of the pig flips. So that kind of went out the window and just kind of trying to survive on it and get it, get it done without my leg locking up. And, um, see, I got to the finish line and, uh, yeah, my cramp just leg started cramping really bad and had to get carried off over into the ice barrel. Like carried and, off. Uh, like they had you off the ground. They carried you. Yeah. I wasn't really able to, to walk or put any leg weight on that leg or extend it at all. But, um, yeah, I sat in there for uh, five minutes or so and I felt like I had a fresh pair of legs when I got out. So it was a little was bit crazy. sore the next day, but it was good. Your calf looked like your calf looked like a balloon. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Yeah, didn't I? I, I didn't think you were going to recover from that. It was crazy. So that didn't bother you with the camera in your face as you went through that kind of that drama. No, like I knew I knew I'd recover from that uh, pretty well. Like um, I've done a, some pretty significant research like on cramping, and I've come to the conclusion that like if you're genetically predisposed to cramping like you're just gonna cramp like you can take your electrolytes and all that stuff and it'll put you at baseline but if your baseline is poor like you're genetically predisposed to cramping you're just gonna cramp and so that kind of just happens every year usually not that severe but i usually get um some sort of cramping at the games like uh 2021 it was on the first event we had our swim and kayak and then once you got close to the shore, you had to jump out of the kayak and finish with a short swim. And my legs started cramping on the swim. And I remember Valner was right behind me, so I had to try and hurry up and scurry on the shore and uh, stay ahead of him. Hurry up, Valner was behind you. He was behind you. <laughs> scurry, scurry. But um, yeah, that kind of I just I knew I'd recover well from that. Matt Burns, five dollars story of the game. Sevy shorter than Colton. Awesome job at 18th. I don't know what that means, 18th, but there's no fucking way. Would you, you do you do you think you're taller than me? 
<laughs> I think uh, I think the fact that you have about? to uh, you have to ask that uh, fuck says you a lot. last time you're on the show. Uh, uh, look at this shit. Look at, look at this. Why did you... And I snuck right up on him and shit. Look at me. He doesn't even know. Why does your head look three sizes bigger than mine? <laughs> <laughs> it's my, just my nose. It's the like, what's that thing on the bottom of a boat? What's that thing called? <laughs> Propeller. No, that one thing. What's that? The mast? mast. What's that thing? On, yeah, mm. it's just my mast make my head look big. Uh, got chafed at the game, so I rolled in gold bond. Oh, did you do you put junk on your on your stuff on your cotton balls powder? Mm-hmm. What brand yeah. do you use? Or, yeah. Uh, just whatever I can find at the grocery store when I'm there. The handful of chocolate. Um, you, you show up to check in. This is a four day event. We're doing ice baths, you know, after all the outdoor events. And they give us three pairs of compression shorts to wear for the whole week. And you have to wear them whenever you're on campus on like Monday for um, the athlete dinner, for Tuesday for orientation, all that stuff. So you have. Like six days in plus all this workouts. Why do you have to wear have compression shorts to the athlete dinner so your your shit don't fall out while you're eating your steak? Or <clears throat> they want us in noble uniform oh, whenever we're okay. on the on campus. Okay. So um, like before every event, they're checking to make sure that you have your noble um, compression shorts on. But like they give you three pairs for the whole week, and like I'm not gonna run and spend two hours at the laundromat doing laundry, whatever. They give you three pairs then, for a four day competition. Yeah. I went and asked them for more pairs, and they said they, they wouldn't give me any. So I'm like, okay, um, well, I have some black tier ones, but they don't have, like, any logos on it except for up by the waistband. I'm like, I'm just going to have to wear those because that's, that's all I've got. And um, right before I go out on the floor, we're in the corral getting ready to go in the Coliseum, and they do a little uniform check. And um, I had my tier um, compression shorts on. Like, you can only see it up by the waistband. So I didn't think it'd be a problem. And they're all black the rest of the way through. And they wouldn't let me go out with those. And then they gave me some more. So I had to run to the bathroom right before the event and change. Oh, so that's um, how you I got just, some extra ones? Yeah, but like I asked you guys like two hours ago for some extras. And you wouldn't give me any. I told you I was going to wear this. And then they made me change. So that, that hey, was Hey, no wonder annoying. in my kit there were only two pair of compression <laughs> shorts. You must have got mine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, those were probably used by someone in one of the earlier heats. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. Colton straight up killed it at the games. That can't be said loud enough. And he's fucking killing this interview too. Okay. Yeah. Um, Colton, are, uh, are oh, you, go ahead. Good. Are you are you averse to celebration when you win events? Because um, you're the coldest person we see ever after you have won an event. You would not. You would think you're watching Family Feud or something like. Let me let me translate faces. that for you, Colton. Are you on the spectrum? That's maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I knew it. I was fucking knew there's, it. I'm not 5'4, motherfucker. <laughs> Check my driver's license. Sorry, go ahead. Back I, to, oh, sorry. Back to your uh, your uh, disease. Sorry, Colton. <laughs> I need to make light of your uh, social disorder. Go on. There's there's two times that I'll celebrate. Um, one when I win and the game. Ali gives it up. <laughs> <laughs> one when I win the games, two when I beat Brant on a wall ball and rowing workout. Woo! Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Auto correct. Would you rather talk like Yoda the rest of your life or breathe like Darth Vader? Oh, that makes way more sense. Mm. Uh, I gotta say, 
talk like Yoda because I don't talk all that much. And if I breathe like that, <laughs> I feel like it would, it would make CrossFit a little bit annoying. Tank Reeve starting late. I'm behind. Enjoy a tank-free night, folks. I ain't missing a minute. Oh, before I forget, wake up, people. Prepare yourself. Oi, tanky, tanky, tanky. Thank you. Okay. Uh, three questions. Um, any of the uh, wieners die under your dad's uh, watch? Anything bad happen when you get home to the, uh, the wiener dogs? No, they were all good. They were happy to see us. Um, he only forgot to pin them up one night. So um, we had a we built a little uh, bed for them outside in their outdoor pen. Um, typically, we take them inside at night and they hang out with us when we go to bed. But as soon as we weren't there, we just had them pinned up outside to keep them from coyotes and foxes. Um, so I forgot to pin them up one night, and uh, I think he only got peed on one time the first night. So other than that, I think it was good. Did you buy that TDC shirt, or did someone give it to you? No, I bought that. Dang. Dang. You bought that on the internet? Mm-hmm. I'm having trouble envisioning, envisioning you going to a website rogue and throwing that in the basket yeah. and giving up your hard-earned money for that. That's crazy. I think Allie and I both got one. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, event win. You have an event win, and um, you finished 18th. I think the next highest, the person above you who had an, uh, an event win was in 10th. It was Yellow Hosty, and the guy below you, um, uh, who had an event win, was twenty seventh, uh, Jack Farlow. And it's it's kind of a trip. You're you're, uh, d- does that say anything about? I don't know if that's exactly true. What I just said, by the way, or if it even made sense. But does that does that what does that tell you anything about him as an athlete, Chase? Like, do we have any concerns? Like, does this go back to the fact, like, ooh, I don't know if he belongs at the games. He's got that's pretty. He's got some outlier shit. He finished 18th, but he has a first place win. I mean, the three guys you named are outlier athletes themselves. Fair enough. Yellow Host is a, one of the biggest athletes in the field and has great odd object skills and can run clearly. And then you talk about Jack Farlow, who is one of the strongest athletes himself. So you know, everyone has their strengths and weaknesses, but it's. Mitigating the weaknesses, maximizing your strengths, and I think this is the best year Cole has ever done consistently. I mean, your finishes like all weekend were very like within what five spots. Yeah, my lowest place was a twenty third. Yeah, it's like eighteen to twenty third. Then you got a top ten and then a win. Like, I mean, that, that was I mean the best weekend you've ever had at the games. John, mm-hmm. let me let me up to Andy. Is he going to the games next year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think John was one of the few people who did actually pick me to qualify this year. That's right. I think most were not picking me, but John, I remember John did pick me, I think. Damn. Uh, okay. Can you hear something funny? Um, after your, you missed your last clean and jerk on the Olympic mm-hmm. total, right? Mm-hmm. I went to the media room to podcast and Ted, Teddy's there. And he looks at me with a cold face. He goes, Colton's still going to make it, right? Like, like, just scared <laughs> that you were gonna make it. Oh, and Teddy's like, such a sweet man, too. Fuck, he, he must have been terrified. Right? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. he's good, Teddy. Don't worry about it. I mean, it might look close, yeah. but he's good. And you should, the fear in his eyes, it was so sweet. <laughs> oh, Teddy, Teddy's a good dude. Um, yeah, for that event, um, I hit my first attempt on each lift. I knew that would be plenty to keep me above the cut lines. Then I... I kind of went for it on the second one for each of those, and 
the Snapchat has made too big of a jump, and the clean and jerk, I just off a little bit, but I can hit that. So if you had three attempts, would you have hit them? Um, the Snapchat probably would have had to go down. The, yeah, the jerk, I think I would have got if I had another attempt. Mm. Uh, final question. Let's talk about the bags. Um, did CrossFit do anything wrong, Colton? Um, was this a, was this a safe workout? Are you are you okay with the bags just going over into a pile and then you guys having to jump over? Yeah. So um, Rashad was actually there this weekend um, as my coach. He's also my manager, and um, we talked about before the workout the placement of the bags as you throw them over. Um, like put them all to like one side, and then so that way when you do your final bag you can put that off to the other side of your lane and hop over and be clear not worry about jumping out a bag not worry about trying to sort your final bag out from the others and things like that so I mean, that's something that we thought of and we're particular about on that event um so you just get you to do your due diligence um i don't think that is in the same lane as what scott when scott panchi got injured on the rope climb workout i don't think it's quite the same thing um I think you just had to think it through a little bit and mitigate risk. Um, but you didn't, after you threw that over, you didn't sidestep to the right and jump over. Well, I guess your bag rolled pretty far forward and you saw that. Like, Watch when you throw the bag here. You throw the bag and it actually rolls forward like four or five feet. It bounces off some other bags and you jump straight up. Oh, oh, like You don't waste a second. Yeah, there's somebody in another lane down the field. Um right there with me so I was trying to pass them but um <clears throat> yeah so like I tried to put the bags in um towards like at one end of my lane so then on my final bag I can put that on the other end and just hop over and not worry about it Crazy. I'll be real as you shocked the shit out of me how fast you jumped up on that log <laughs> me too me too well the thing was I was not confident that I was going to be able to get that bag over that log um, so the ones I did, I was like, okay, now I gotta go. Oh, no shit. So you had a set, you had second thoughts as you, how much is that bag? It was 125? 200. 200. 200. Oh shit. I knew. So you to... basically carry, you had to jerk that over. Yeah. That's a, that's a one shot deal. You can't fuck that up. Right. Yeah. I knew I wasn't going to be able to throw it over. Um, I had to do it exactly how I executed it. Um, I threw it so it would kind of be on the corner of the log and then i had to catch it and finish rolling it over and um yeah because i wasn't going to be able to like chuck it over like the other bags and i, I hey, could feel that from the, the 150s that it was going to be tough did you lose weight by the, from when you started um because i feel like you showed up there looking like a brick shit house and you left looking like a fucking abercrombie model <laughs> like you probably did you lose five or ten pounds i mean look to me there's a shot somewhere with your shirt off you look amazing um, I didn't weigh myself, so I'm not totally sure. Um, oh. My energy felt good. Like day four, I felt actually a lot better on day four than I did on day three. Um, I think the first two days um, beat me up pretty good, and then day three I started to recover pretty well and felt good going in day four. God, you look like a fucking you look like a pig farmer. My fucking lord, <laughs> look at you. you! Look like a, just a country boy, like found himself in a stadium. <laughs> in the, he went the fittest in the world. Hey, dude, thanks for letting us just 
get behind you. You are a, um, you're such a fun uh, character, human being, generous with your time, uh, your thoughts. It's been great. I, I really appreciate you letting us get on your train. And I had one um, a lot of cheers of the weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about fucking that? Good point. Was that the loudest cheer of the weekend? You didn't five, even you didn't even three. win that you didn't win that event. You just won that heat, right? No, he won ski back. No, he won. Oh, that in, was the one you. Oh, okay, okay. He was not in the last heat, but he won. The, he had beaten everybody who went in the last heat. Oh, good point, Chase. Yeah, how crazy was that? That cheer. That was nuts. Yeah, that's fun. Um, <laughs> definitely <laughs> a good. Ex- <laughs> last the last year, the only time I heard cheers was uh, or I guess one of the main times. Was when I jumped on the forty-two or forty-three inch box. <laughs> People were happy that I could do that, but um, yeah, this that year was it was good to hear some cheers for doing well. But that um, was like a good for him cheer, and then the other yeah. last week. Yeah. Went by. Yeah, I mean, fan favorite, dude. Mm-hmm. It was clear. It's clear as day. <clears throat> you scared me in that workout too. You were the third person off of the first ski, <laughs> and and me and my wife. I was like. No, Colton. No, <laughs> you're going way too fast. And, Man, oh, you pulled, you pulled through. I've been living on that ski erg for a while now, and I think um, something I'm pretty good at is pacing workouts. Uh, I definitely miss it sometimes, but it's pretty rare that I will over overshoot my shot early on in a workout. Um, not always perfect, but like typically, if I'm in the front to start a workout, I'm going to do really well i'm typically gonna be starting like mid pack or behind and work my way up through the event does that say tear ducks on where so on where tear ducks like oh tear ducks on yeah that's called ducks wrong t oh Oh. (laughs) thank you (laughs) thanks thank you wait see what the reply is Oh yeah, yeah I, I probably me. had a couple margaritas. Oh, <laughs> hey, what the, you oh good okay good she she bought it good thank you. <laughs> oh, it's great. I think I did. I think I did actually cry a little bit <clears throat> in the uh, stadium there. No telling. <laughs> Fuck. Well, Chase cried like five <laughs> times. So I did. Hey, did you cry? Have you cried after the games, Colton? Let out a sigh. <clears throat> Uh no, I didn't cry. Um, I was oh, probably closer question. to trying it at semifinals. You did? But, um, I would say I was closer to it. Oh, at oh. semis. Why? But um, just because going into like the past few months, I didn't think that I really had a shot. <clears throat> and then after the first event, and I didn't think I had a shot, and especially getting second on event two, which I planned on breaking the world record. Um, yeah, just is not confident going into the, the rest of those events, but um, end up getting it done. So that was like a huge relief and just kind of surprised myself. Uh, congratulations, Mertens, on a great season. What's your favorite games workout of all time? Holy shit. Do Mary? not start your own podcast, Hell's Bells. Go ahead. <laughs> Mary or Murph. I like those two. Mm. Murph. All right, brother. Thank you. You're the best. Uh, talk to you soon. Thank um, you. And you've climbed, just so you know, you've climbed in the ranks of becoming one of the best people to podcast with. You, re- I mean, seriously, I'm not even just saying. It. You went from one of the worst, like most terrifying, to like I can't wait to have you on again. I, don't know I didn't understand. I don't know if you I didn't understand what now, but <laughs> no, I've I've been trying to get better. Um, 
there's one other thing that I do want to talk about. Please. Uh, quick, if I can. Um, yeah, you guys saw the the Buttery Bros clip after the ski event. Um, so he, he asked me, he goes, um, yeah, I think you had an advantage on the squat. Or you know, he said you definitely didn't have an advantage on the ski, but you had an advantage on the squats. And um, I said, you know, like being 30 pounds lighter than some of these guys, I don't know if I really do when it comes to moving an external load. Um, you know, because like we have every other strength sport on earth, there's weight classes in powerlifting, Olympic lifting, strongman, and it's not because the little guys are outlifting the big guys. And um, there's no other small guys that lift like I lift in this sport. There's no other small guys that did well on that event like I did. So I just want to, <clears throat> like, say, like, maybe, um, like, if you are 215 pounds and I'm 182 pounds. And I can lift more than you. Maybe you need to start lifting some more. I don't know. Hey, that's been... the example, right? That is that the example right there, Chase? That yep. is a big guy workout. <clears throat> it's not an advantage to him because the fucking bag outweighs him. And it was tried to be. It was tried to be passed off that his legs were shorter, so it's he easier. But it's fucking advantage into an advantage. Right. Well, there if, you go. If, it can seem like it's an advantage for me because if I'm just as strong as you, then I will squat them faster because my legs are shorter. But if you're 25 pounds heavier than me, you, I should not be as strong as you. Like you need to. It's an advantage if you're doing air squats against someone who's six foot mm -hmm. 225 versus a 200 pound sandbag squat for 50 reps. 100%. And then he, he, he asked me, he did ask me something after that that kind of pissed me off. But um, yeah, I thought yeah, I gave yeah, him, I, I thought I gave him enough good content for one interview, and I just said something. I said something kind of boring, whatever. But um, what I wanted to say, because he asked me, like, I work on a farm during the day. And um, he goes, do you move stuff around a lot? I'm like, yeah, like, pretty much all day. Like, I'm doing manual labor on a farm. And he goes, uh, is that an advantage for you when you're you're doing a lot odd object stuff like a sandbag? And I said, I don't remember what I said, but it was, I wanted to say, like, yeah. Um, you know, waking up before the sun and going to a pig farm and working all day. And then coming home to train in my father's garage by myself is a very big advantage against uh, these guys that are just training, <laughs> recovering, training, recovering. <clears throat> Can you imagine but, the uh, shit you inhale? No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, sure. you're a beast. Hey, for dude. Real. Love you. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for just giving it to us uh, real. Real, authentic, and articulate as a mofo. You, you, you're, you're awesome. Thank you. Um, good seeing you, Chase and John. You too, man. Hustle yeah, hamster, <laughs> forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, dude. Talk to you soon. Have a good night. Tell the people you had dinner with. Thanks for sharing you tonight. I know we kept you a long time. Sure. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Paul. Uh, see you guys later, brother. I know what Susan's thinking. Wow. Uh oh. Hey, he's good. Yeah, that's good. Hey, he might the best be, interview he's ever done. He might he might end up being becoming a world class coach too. I love his bones to pick. Yeah, that's a great um, <laughs> you guys got two minutes and forty five seconds. It's Friday, bro. My kids are asleep. All right, uh, let me Wait, show you guys something. Here. Let me show you how. Let me show you how we pay the bills here. Uh, oh, it's your video. <laughs> Just what a sponsor wants. Played at the very end before. I gotta, I gotta head out. So I'm just, okay, I'm bye. Right. Oh. 
Where is this video? Is it under brands? Where is know it? <laughs> no. CrossFit Games it's app? In, is this it? Oh, no. No, it's, it's under it. brands. And then it's the video. It's the last video in the video clips. Tab. Peptides? Oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Brace yourself. Three, two, one, go. My old mattress was f***ing trash. It was so hot. I couldn't control the temperature. My wife, my wife's boyfriend, everybody was pissed about how hot it was. It was crazy. And you know what? I'm done with the battle. You want different temperatures. You can make that happen. You could have your temperature. She could have her temperature. The dude next to her could have his temperature. F doesn't matter. It's all good. This episode is brought to you by 8 Sleep. Summer is reaching its apex, and there's nothing worse than tossing and turning and sweating your hog off at night because of the summer heat. The pod cover by 8 Sleep will keep you cool all night long, baby. All the way down to 55 degrees. Crazy, right? 55 <laughs> degrees? Your mattress couldn't even dream of that. So you wake up fully refreshed. The pod cover by 8 Sleep fits on any bed. Like a fitted sheet, slips on nice and easy. The pod cover will improve your sleep by automatically adjusting the temperature on each side of the bed based on your and your partner's individual needs. And it adjusts based on the phases of your sleep in the environment that you are in. Now, I thought I was sleeping good before, but I realized that wasn't until I got the pod cover. I love eight sleep because I can adjust mine down to a brisk 68 degrees. She has hers set at 70. I don't know why she's crazy. She likes it hot like a sauna, but it's cool because they both adjust. You can do whatever you want. It's improved my mental health. Why? Because I actually sleep. And let's just say it's might have improved the relationship a little bit too. When you sleep better, you're less stressed. Eight sleep kills it. Okay, it's awesome. Packaging shows up just like any other package would. Just like your door dashed food. You just bring it in the living room, open it up, let it fold, let it breathe. The pod cover has other amazing features. For example, thanks to pod sleep and health tracking, you can wake up to a personalized sleep report for you each morning that offers insights on how certain behaviors like late night exercise or caffeine impact your sleep and overall health maybe other behaviors too but you know what i'm saying but we ain't gonna go there because this is an ad read we're keeping it clean the pod cover by eight sleep truly provides the oh, ultimate God. sleep experience not the shit been doing before i've never experienced sleep like this and the pods cooling technology has a, been a lifesaver this summer invest in the rest you deserve with the eight sleep pod go to sleepate.com slash sevon and save 150 bucks 150 big ones on the pod cover that's really sleep.com really? slash Seven. Stay cool this summer with Eight Sleep. Now shipping within the good old U.S. of A., Canada, and the U.K. Also, select countries in the EU and Australia. We ship to Australia for you, those down under. Go now. Go to sleepaid.com backslash S E V A N. Tell Matt sent you. <laughs> Beast, dude, that's great. Never mind. Do it. Matt, Never mind. No, that's trying to get through all the shit I have to read on the piece of paper. So I mean, where is it remember, you guys remember Max Headroom from MTV? Yes, yes. That's what that whole thing reminded me of. So when you read that whole thing, because of all the edits, how many how many cuts did you put in it? When you first read you, that, was that five minutes and you cut yeah, it down? Yeah, it was six minutes and 40 seconds, and I had to like keep chopping it, chopping it, chopping it, chopping it down. Holy Just trying shit. to get it down. But like, there's certain stuff inside of it that you have to do. Oh, so. Hey, dude, during that read, there were 105 comments in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they had the something to entertain themselves. Yeah. Uh, can we start every morning with a super cut of this? Dude, that's crazy. So that company, Eight Sleep, 
they sent me one of those. I haven't set it up yet, but they pay they pay us money, and then you read that, and then if people use the code, they get money. They get um, hundred fifty bucks off. Yeah, dude. Yeah. How many of those do we have to start doing? A lot of those. Does that make no, us like a real podcast no, now? Everybody can relax. It's just the requirement <laughs> right now is just twice a month, just twice a month. Okay, and then I think uh, after listening to it, there might be some things that I could that I could still chop down a little bit. But that was going back and forth, and that got it to where it is now. So. We need their logo on there or like a QR code that people can like. Can we put a QR code and you re-export that? Yeah, I'm sure we could. Or just sleep. <laughs> <laughs> hey dude is that just off the cuff all the hog talk and are we gonna get in trouble for that they're gonna pay us no it already play. got approved i already sent it in and they're like dude it's hilarious they love it wow Hell that, yeah, i didn't dude. even know you could do that dude Think about it if, in order for somebody to read that it's gonna take a while right and my thought was is that like if it's not funny or there's some sort of entertainment to it a little bit like people are just gonna like hit hit the forward button so the fact that like i, I tried to make it somewhat engaging but still hit all the points that we needed to to make it legitimate and so, and I do apologize. I know it was like two minutes and 40 seconds long. But... <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. Dude. Hey, <laughs> someone just texted me. I don't know who it is. And I can just see the, what it says. Oh, shit. Wow. It's from a regular listener. It says, Suze is the new Andrew Schultz. Hey, God, dude, I'm, so I'm available good. for hire. I literally came in between classes, dude. Remember you called me and I was like, hey, I'm like recording this. And I just want you to listen to the first portion of it. Like I walked right in. I ate lunch. I hit record. I went. I did it. I did a one shot left came back and tried to chop it all down so it was as as quick as possible he goes chase he goes like this chase and john he goes hey will you listen to that i'm like what for he's like so we can put it on the air so we can get the cash and i'm like dude he's like what i'm like play it on the air and if it's horrible i'll just rip you to fucking death <laughs> <laughs> i didn't listen to you before so i was a little nervous <laughs> i was just like just play it and then let the fucking crowd just destroy you if it's fucking horrible dude it's so good i'm jealous i wow i am so jealous yeah it's fucking awesome Sponsored. wow come on uh, Huberman and Sevon have the same sponsor. That's cool. Seema Globes. Haven't seen your name in a while. You know what else? Um, uh, Huberman takes uh, CA peptides. Well, I don't know if he takes those ones, but he does take peptides. He said he shot them twice into his back, and his bulging disc was better. Hmm. And I take CA peptides. So there, take that for a span. Sousa killed it on the eight sleep ad. Great interviews tonight. And Buttery Bros Doc gave Sevon a nice nod with some good appearances. Yeah, I had a great time with Heber. I had a great time. Uh, good time with Margin, too. I didn't see him as much as Heber. I had a great time with uh, the Mayhem boys. They were great. I, I wasn't kept in a cage like Chase. Chase, what did you do? You're kept in a cage, right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you lost your voice. I did. Is that scary? Can you tell us that story? What happened? How do you deal with that? Um, I think I got sick on the way into the games. So... Like, you know, that pre-cold, scratchy throat feeling? We're like, oh, shit, I'm getting sick. You think you had COVID? There was just, like, where I came from no. in California, it was, like, massive COVID breaks and, like, all this shit yeah. before I left. No, no. Okay. Um, and but you wouldn't know because you didn't test yourself. Which also true. Um, or I don't care either way. Uh, and so Thursday, by the end of the day, I could tell my voice is pretty scratched up. Like, my throat was hurting pretty bad. And, and then Friday, like, it just got progressively worse. Like by the end, Doesn't Sean of the, Woodland like have like I've heard on yeah, talking no. fitness. He keeps yeah, like, like a special spray. Like I was yeah. taking everything, okay, everything I possibly could. And by like the last word of Friday was about the last word I could just push out. And then I get back to my hotel, and you know, the whole like 
you know, got some tea, got some hot salt water and I started gargling salt water. And every time I'd spit it out, I'd like, there'd be some traces of blood with it too. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty, it was, it was bad. And so I, I woke up Saturday, I couldn't talk. It was, I, like I could, I just sounded. What do they call that? Is there a term for that? Like strain vocal cords or like, what is the strain term? Vocal cords or like, I, I was worried, like if I had gotten some type of like laryngitis or I, I was looking, it was like two in the morning on Saturday, like before Saturday started, I'm like Googling, you know, WebMDing everything is what you, people usually do. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm just going to take myself to the hospital. Like I can't sleep. I can't swallow. My throat hurts like unbelievably bad. And so we walk into a meeting on Saturday and I sat with the producer, the director. Well, I sat with Charlie Doobie, Eric Barnhart, Mike Roth. We all sat together. He's like, what do you think we should do? And I just straight up told him, I was like, you need to take me off the show. Like You said that? Him. Yeah, just, I, I told him. I, I, I was going to make everything worse. I was going to make the broadcast worse. I was going to, it was just going to be terrible for everyone and just make myself worse. So I they said, put in your place. Uh, no, they put Conway in my place. Oh, um, how did he do? Yeah, he did a good job. He did fine. And you know, stepping in last minute, having no plans to broadcast at all. He did yeah. a great job. And I just went to my hotel room and didn't talk for 24 hours. I saw the on and shout out to uh, Katina Thornton and oh. Victoria on the med staff that came out and like they took care of me. They took me under the stadium. They took like like they got me some prescriptions and just like everything. They were freaking awesome. Tina Thornton, by the way, was the Danielle whisperer last year. She was the one that yeah, stayed with was. Danielle the entire event. She lives about 800 meters that way. No shit. You live on the same block as her? Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's crazy. Her husband's a physician too, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. They, and they got it. Do you know their kids? They got like a shitload of like six crazy six. successful kids, right? It's like yep. six super kids. Yes, they're all awesome. All awesome. And, but yeah, and, so, and, anyways, and, I took the day off, came back, and it worked out, thankfully. So. Very so you took a day off and you came back and your voice was fine and no more yeah. coughing blood. I didn't know how it was going to happen until the first word of the first event on the Sunday. I hadn't spoken. Okay. It's, it's working. And that's kind of like having a cramp too, right? You never, once it happens, you don't know if it's going to come back like any minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how did, how did Conway? I heard Con, I saw Kalipa, by the way, Conway helped me carry the behind the scenes too. Every day I would stop Maybe? and be like, yeah, I'd be get that. Like those sound bites from him that I used to get from you guys in the old days. Hey, can you tell me what's going on? Um, he was crazy helpful in that. Um, what about um, and and his cameraman Chris was cool. Did you meet that dude? He had his own. Uh, oh, I didn't see Chris. I didn't see. I didn't see Adrian because he was usually down. Below yeah, he was in the, the dungeon with me. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, what? How did Adrian and Kalipa do? I saw Kalipa and he was so excited to get a shot at it. <laughs> Kalipa was great. Yeah. If like if you know Kalipa, he was. Was it unorthodox? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And thank God there's not comments he can read while he's actually on the ESPN broadcast, or he'll be like fixated on them. Right. Um, but my favorite Kalipa moment is that you know in broadcasting you have a producer in your ear and a director in your ear, and okay. Sean in your ear, and you can hear yourself. Wow. There's just a lot of things going on. Okay. And so when you're talking, people are also talking to you. And if you've never done it before, when someone talks to you, immediately you stop talking. Oh. But there's also a little button. There's two buttons. There's a button so you can turn your mic off and like cough or sneeze. And there's a button that goes to the, the truck. Okay. And so they go to Kalipa in the middle of an event because he was never hitting talk back and they were trying to talk to him. And they're like, Jason, can you hear us? And he goes, 
Yes. <laughs> That's live on ESPN. Live on the broadcast. Dude, he's a beast. What he's a beast. Be. Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> That's the most authentic moment in the history of ESPN. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it was great. So, no, he did a good job. That's he was super fun to do on the podcast, too. I'm very thankful because, you know, we're also doing a podcast after the end of the day. And him, Tomiazga, or sorry, Jason, Tomiazga, and Adrian Conway stepped up big because I just, I couldn't do it. I could produce it from the hotel room. Hey, um, Tommy who? Uh, Miazga. He's the seated adaptive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That guy's cool as shit, uh, too. Hey, did that did that happen to that guy recently? Did that guy get in an accident recently? Put him in no, a wheelchair? I think he has. Gosh, I don't want to speak for Tom. Tom, I'm sorry. Okay. It's some type of like, oh, I don't know hey. what it is exactly. Yeah, that's a cool dude. I actually, I actually hung with that dude quite a bit too. Me and him were like, me and him were. I was on top of his shit, like squished in the media pit. He and he was like a pleasure to work with. Yeah, like he doesn't have control or real function of his lower body. Like he can get through a little bit, but he looked buff. Like he looked buff, like a CrossFitter. Dude, the guy's jacked. He qualified for the Paralympics in two thousand eight. Oh, okay. In swimming. Wow. Yeah. And 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 what's his job? Is he in front of the camera? He was doing interviews. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, uh, I like down there that. with Adrian and some chick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he is a savage. Let me see that again. All right. Oh, Could look, do. he even got a third wheel so his shit don't fall backwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it did. It's a little wheelie. Uh, oh, shit. It's, yeah. He, yep, he's going over. Mm-hmm. Uh, get Sousa a spicy margarita freaking great ad read. I know. That was nuts, dude. Oh, Chelsea Miller laryngitis? No. No, that's not what it was. That would have gone away in a day, but whatever they gave me worked. So thank you to the whole team there. They're very accommodating and they didn't have to be. It's like, that's for, that's for like athletes, you know? So, Hey, Hey John, you think we had the athletes on too short today or that was good? Like just to like, no, I think that was good. I, 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 we can get as many as we can. You know, if you could, every single show, we have four or five athletes, like we can just roll through them. Right. That way we can get, the lesser known people to with with the more known people too and i think um like i know adler's coming on tomorrow but like i think people like that would more like i'm keeping him to myself i'm gonna try to get like all that attention for myself like like belner though like people like higher name people they're more likely to come on for five ten minutes than longer right yeah you know do you know who i have on after adler tomorrow It's a dude who's been on my podcast before, ironically. He's retired, but he did what could be one of the most controversial events at the games this year. He picked a girl up by her fucking bra. Oh, (laughs) Brandon Luckett. Yeah. Brandon Luckett's coming on after. And you know, Alex didn't give a shit about that. (laughs) Does he live by you too? He seems like he lives on your street. He's He's in Louisiana. Oh, he's a cool dude. How crazy is that? I mean, that in the crazy. midst of battles, she shouldn't, and he shouldn't. Like, you're fine. Here yeah. we go. What else is he going to grab? Yeah. Here we go. Get, yo, get up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a bag of groceries and shit. Hey, who is that? Is that, like, Tori Simpson or something? Is that what Tori Dyson? Oh, that chick is cool as shit. That's right. smart as shit, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she got a little dork in her. I interviewed her for like 15 minutes. I'm like, this chick is fucking rad. Yeah. It is funny how uh, 
how she accepted it fully. Like, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll breathe heavy up here. Yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't even, I didn't make the connection that that's her. Hey, how that's is right. she kind of is a big name. What's, what was her deal? Was she ever individual or is she a mayhem chick or what's her deal? Individual twice. Yeah. She's a misfits. I think athlete. Yeah. Now she's kind of a, a nomad team athlete. Yeah. Look at this. She was an 88 pound girl with an eating disorder. Oh, I, we got to get her on the show. She is cool. Yeah. yeah, she'll be good. I accidentally interviewed her and it went on for like 15 minutes. And it was, she was <laughs> I was just like smitten by her. She's cool. Was that shit. a Bellas Games? No, no. That was in the back room. Just like, I was just like, probably just trying to get, it was probably on day one. And I was trying to get the courage to interview someone that I recognized. And I just kind of saw her and started talking to her. Oh, she's a PhD in math. Holy fuck. Fuck. Yeah, I told you yeah. she's freaking smart. I yeah. wonder how many people are offended for her. Um, my favorite question. Oh, you the mean just like she crowd. got pulled up by her bra? Yeah, yeah like my least, my least favorite humans on the planet that get offended <laughs> for other people. Sporty Beth. Hey, it's an oh, easy whoa. mistake. He he was an easy mistake. He just picked her up by her. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Bring that one back. Yikes. How dare him? It's like, you know what? How much she cared? This much. How yeah, dare yeah, she, she rest on the floor like she that? She didn't trying flinch. To win. I did that to a guy on my team once at regionals. <laughs> but the opposite, like he was trying to get her up and I just grabbed him by a shirt collar and threw him onto the ground because we had like three more burpees over the worm to do. <laughs> get down. I was like, get your ass to the ground. We've got three more. Uh, Julian Ifford. Uh, Sevi, did you get the interaction between Tia and Emma before the last event? Were you down there? I saw uh, Mariah filming that. Um, I saw Mariah filming that. I didn't. I, it was probably like forty feet or thirty. Yeah, probably thirty or forty feet behind me to my right. I can't remember who I was filming with then. You know who was so cool to me was Fikowski. Hmm. Like not in a cheese dick way. Not like hey. Like a, he looked like he had a really fun time this year. He looked dude. like he was having a he really was, good time competing and being he was, he was, he, top people. Yeah, I enjoyed his presence. He was he was he's he's as dignified as you might think. He, I, I enjoyed him. I think I was filming with him maybe a little bit when I saw that shit go down. Did the broadcast <clears throat> with uh, Willow just in the little Bjorn the whole time? No, I didn't oh, even know she not. did the broadcast. Yeah, she came and did. I think it was maybe Alpaca. I think it was alpaca and she came in and you know, Willis is passed out in this little baby Bjorn. She's like, is this okay? I was like, this is the coolest thing you could do right now. I, um, this is not a direct thing at Tia at all. This is not directed at Tia at all. No, no one makes this, but this is a pub, public service announcement for anyone who's listening. I had someone who was on the podcast who is a, uh, a professional of the highest order in terms of working with athletes and their movements and uh, of all ages, athletes of all ages from children to adult uh, seniors. Uh, I probably can say his name because we talked about it on the show. His name is Sean Pastooch from Active Life. And he told me that one of his kids didn't crawl. And I said, hey, did you have your kid in one of those Bjorns all the time? And he said, yeah. I'm telling you, the more the holy grail of fucking fitness is crawling. Two things. Put your kid down as much as you fucking can. And those those fucking baby carriers will inhibit that. And two, 
never encourage your kid to walk because the second they walk, they're going to walk the rest of their fucking life. And I'm telling you, crawling is magical. That's it. All right. But it's not a dig it to you. Not at all. There, there's times that, you know, maybe she was on, uh, in the broadcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe there's, maybe she puts her kid down more than anyone who's ever put their kid down. I don't know, but those Bjorns will become a handicap. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people use their kids as an accoutrement, an accessory. <laughs> and that is not what your kid is, but just yeah. know anytime you see a kid that doesn't crawl, they do the scooting thing. They do a variety of things. It's usually the first kid. And it's because the parents don't put their kids down enough. And doctors tell them dumb shit, dumb shit, like don't give your kid tummy time. You better give your fucking kid tummy time and let them war with gravity. God, my let son. Hated war. Time. Yeah. Got and it. Got it. Got to set the timer and just deal with it. Let these motherfuckers war with gravity. Gravity's a son of a bitch. Matt Day, uh, what is magic about it? How does that work? I have no idea. Go Crawford. Isn't magic. There... But there's tons of studies on it. Isn't there something when... when... So I know when some women give birth, they have abdominal separation. My wife had that. that. I believe I think had that. Yeah. And I, I think well, I, almost all of them go through that. And I believe when babies are born, they also have the same thing. Yeah. Something's not connected yet. Yeah. yeah. For and babies, it's supposed to happen for sure. And there's like a part of the act of crawling eventually in tummy time that actually closes that up. Oh, I think I've heard that too. You're right. I think I've heard that too. But it's also, I think, the, what the brain does. This shit for the brain is so fucking good, I think, at a young age. They're Dude, boring. My though. feet, you can't see, but my feet and my testicles are doing something right now also. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> the weirdest thing about babies is that soft spot on their head. It, like, it's the freakiest thing for me. Don't touch oh. it. <laughs> Don't I thought touch if it. I touch it, like their arm would shoot out to the sign. <laughs> Uh, stabilizer muscles. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, um, uh, Chase said something too. It, you go ahead and just look it up, but don't, don't, uh, and then if you want, I charge $500 an hour for, um, parenting consulting and I have no clients. So I'm fucking open for anyone who wants to talk to me, but, uh, but my kids are complete fucking superstars and savages and I'll give you all my secrets or you can get them for free on Instagram. All right. Hey, uh, I'm starting as people chime in about this whole relationship I'm having with Laura Horvat. People are saying that this is the Hungarian way <laughs> and that I'm being culturally um, I'm it's my cultural ignorance. Like, you know what I mean? You know, like some cultures it's like they talk with clicks and pops and shit. That's language, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Hungarians have their own, um, uh, there's a a, a, a a dance of posturing that's uh, different than what I'm used to. And they you're just used shit on you until they, you like them. What'd you say? They just shit on you until they end up liking you. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's to be sure. You know, you can't be sure unless you shit on them for three and a half years, and then you know. <laughs> <laughs> and if they stick around. That's, that's what it's like being in the military. <laughs> You have a picture of my torn long johns with my cock and balls front and center. Your name is Seven Glands, and your <laughs> comment is John Young's beard needs some tummy time. God damn. That's <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh it means you can't grow one. No one knows no one knows what it means, but it's provocative. That's true. That's true. I can't. Oh, that's great. Great. <laughs> this will be shaven by next week. I promise. That's great. Don't you cave to the people. Don't negotiate with terrorists, John. <laughs> um, everyone, please uh, like the video, uh, subscribe to the channel, 
Leave a comment. Purchase a yeah, sleep aid. Eight sleep. Eight. You ever take you ever take pre workout twice a day? What? I've been taking no. swolverine twice a day for the last three days. What time? Just all times. I wake up, I have it for breakfast. Okay. And then when okay, it's filler. And then I and then I yeah, and then I come home and I have it again uh, before I work out because I go out with the kids. I play what tennis with that? them or twelve thirty or one. Okay. And then I have another scoop like at three when I'm done working out. Three. <laughs> go big or go home. He snorts it like cocaine, coca. That's a lot, oh, Lord. That is quite a bit. Like six hundred. I hope it's like stimulant free. Oh, <laughs> Look at this guy stole Josh Bridges' fucking hair, hair, hair work, and he says, "Sevy, no one cares." <laughs> Fuck you, Jeffrey. Going the Bridges, the Bridges. Hey, Savannah, did you get one of these at the games? Oh, those bracelets. Did did um, Rosie make that for you? Yeah. Oh my God, I have one. I actually was wearing it a little bit at home. I wonder where it is. Mine says uh, CEO. Me. Oh, what's that? That's a message. Susan. What is that? That's is that a, a bullet? Is that a bullet? It's a casing. Empty casing. Yeah. Who, who gave you that? You a message. Trish gave him that. Uh, a friend. A friend. Wow. A friend. Friend. I want to keep it on. Uh, hey, Patrick Clark. Yes. China Cho, Freddie Camacho out there in Maui. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. Oh no! There was a um, thing that came out that said he was like all good though. Yeah, I heard they're okay, but they yeah. don't have like a lot of cell service right now, so there's yeah. not a lot of contact coming out for him. But just that whole island. What? Uh, thank you, Patrick. Uh, did they lose their shit? All their shit, or lose any loved ones? I, I don't think the last part. I don't know about any damage to their home or their affiliates. I think there's one or two affiliates that might have gotten damage out there. Damn. Okay. Uh, anyone has any links for any like GoFundMe pages or any of that shit? I'll post. I'll start posting that stuff all week. Just let me know. Follow Katie Hogan uh, or or Souza. Follow the the West Coast affiliate page and show oh, okay. stuff up on there. Okay. Right on. Okay. West Coast. Uh, Katie Hogan will probably start putting up things, and if that does come up. Uh, Seven, when you when are you going to release the bathroom footage uh, you took? Uh, just so you know, uh, that was not me. I always take my cameras off before I go to the bathroom and my fanny pack because I don't want splash on them. Mm, no best. splash. Um, uh, prayers to Maui, but probably should send some money. With like every time you pray, you should probably send some money. Uh, go to Freddie's page, Freddie Camacho. For those of you who don't know, they're old school as shit. Freddie's been around since like day yeah. two. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think I, I probably took my first level one at his gym. Mm -hmm. All right. Tomorrow morning. Oh, uh, hey, everyone. It's been, this is from Freddie Camacho. It looks like a um, drone picture of Hawaii. Hi, everyone. It's been crazy three days. China, Kai, and I are okay. Who's Kai? Dog. Okay. Uh, I was watching the fire right when it started, and China had to go. Had a go bag packed for us. We bounced when the flames got a few hundred yards away. 
miraculously our home survived our building is the gray rooftop building bottom of the picture as you can see two buildings in our complex didn't make it we tried to hike back to our home late last night but the fire jumped the highway right in front of us and buildings in that area seemed like they exploded wow that's hot lahaina is basically gone thousands are displaced and now jobless so many of our friends are homeless it's truly devastating it's unbelievable that our home is there i've been back to it several times now it's actually totally fine but not sure if or when it will be livable uh we apologize to everyone who tried to reach out to us. We basically had no cell service for three days. I would randomly get 20 or more texts at a time, but I was unable to reply to most of them. This island is truly amazing. Everyone is pulling together to take care of everyone. So much aloha. Today, they started allowing people to who reside in Lahaina to come back to the area and go to the other side. Our plan is to go to the other side tomorrow. We will catch up with everyone that reached out to us then. Thank you to everyone for the outpouring of love, concern. We love you all. Big thank you to Rob and Ami Mason for taking us in. Lifesavers for sure. Can you... Where do you think it is? The building. It's it's the like bottom left. Um, yeah, bottom. Oh. Is it that one or is it bottom bottom right? Just right up above that to the uh, upper right hand side, Caleb. Oh, I thought I said gray roof. I just assumed. I think the one in the left corner is gray roof too. Yeah, it's <laughs> like very bad. left corner, right there. Maybe that's green. Maybe that. And when he says jump the highway, people, it's not like it's not that he didn't use the word right. There's no like highway there. Yeah, it looks like a. uh, It's like this is this is an island. Wow. Well, I'm glad they're okay. Cool people. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Ken Walters. Now I know where I got my yuck when I got home. It was the pick I took with Chase. (laughs) Hey, speaking of, thank you to everybody that came to that. That was like. That was very special for me to be able to show up and see everybody there. So thank you for that. That was cool. That meant a lot. All right. Uh, tomorrow morning, Jeffrey Adler and uh, Mr. Brendan Luckett, the champion and the man involved in the most uh, contentious uh, moment of the games. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. John Young, thanks for coming on. Caleb Souza, Mr. Ingram, thank you. Bye-bye.